Good evening and welcome to Capitals Basketball from the Southern Cross Stadium. A great crowd rolling in tonight. Craig Ravel with you here at Southern Cross Stadium with Michelle Hocking as we look forward to the Capitals versus the Bulleen Boomers. It's the professional club against the team from Melbourne. It is such a, a club it's a, a franchise tonight of professionals almost up against your, your home team. Well, that's right. You know, Bulleen's probably one of the groups that are, um, probably have the least number of professional or semi-professional players in their outfit. But, hey, they're a great unit. They play with a lot of desire and persistence. They've got some real quality players. And, and you know, Cheryl just um, has them well-drilled, well-disciplined and... They don't like to lose, so you know you can never um, underestimate them. And they've got some players out there that are having really terrific seasons. They are indeed. And one thing that I do like about bullying this year is the height they are showing. Zoe Carr, Elise Penaluna, and Emma Randall all into the club is a huge boost for them. Probably the tallest club that uh, Cheryl Chambers has had to deal with in her career. Yeah, I would think you're right on that, Craig. And, and they're good, solid frontline players. You know, Emma Randall's having an outstanding season, and Delise is, um, you know, she's really coming along. She's she's having a great season as well, but she's coming along in leaps and bounds. And uh, you know, I think and Zoe Carr's providing some really good support to them. And you couple that with your Desi Glorbitz, who is just phenomenal this season. She has been in really great form. And, and Milner's coming back out of um, injury. I think she's been back the second week on the court, Cheryl said. So, you know, and, and you know, All-Scar 5 last season. So, you know, really fantastic group that they've got. It is going to be an interesting game tonight, to say the least. I'm expecting a lot from the Capitals, who would be naturally tired after their game last night where they got up over the AIS. It was no easy beat, though, 82-76. to 76. Yeah, that's right. It was probably a little closer than most would have um, predicted, but, you know, a win's a win, um, and you take them however they come. Abby Bishop had a great night last night, which is good to see, because she's probably been a little down on form this season, so that's good to see her coming back into it. And, um, and uh, Hurst continued to score for the Caps, not in the high numbers that she has. Bibby had a quiet night, but, you know, they got the win, and that's the important thing. You know, whichever way you can get them, you take them. So um, they will be tired, but, you know, they're used to playing tired. They've had their two-week tour of Russia, basically, in, in the middle of the season. And uh, so, you know, I think they'll have worked hard at recovery last night, and they would have had a light shoot around this morning, and they'll be ready to play. It is going to be a interesting game as Michelle spoke to both the coaches, Cheryl Chambers and Kerry Graff. Okay, so Cheryl, big game for you guys tonight. Yeah, big game against the reigning cap, you know, the reigning champions. So, looking forward to seeing where we're at. You've been travelling pretty well. Desi's having a good season, and Sharon Milner's having a good season. But she's back from injury. How's she doing? Yeah, look, it's good to have her back. She's uh, it's only her second week back. Um, We've only had her in full training this week for the first time, so I guess that's encouraging signs that I think we've played pretty well without her. I mean, still lots of things for us to improve, but I think this year we've got a pretty even team. We've got a, you know, a lot of people that can step into the shoes when someone's out. And the keys for tonight's game? Oh, without a doubt, I mean, I think defence will be where it's at. I mean, who, who can shut down each other the best will probably be OK because you know, both, you know, both teams like to score. Right. And the matchups between maybe Hurst, Bibby, Milner, that sort of thing this season might be um, critical to the team? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, Hurst and Bibby are, are playing just awesome. I mean, Hurst coming off the bench and getting 20 points is, 
you know, it certainly seems look for someone to come off the bench. So, you know, we certainly will be looking to try and nullify her as best. I don't think we'll stop her, but certainly be, you know, maybe slow her, slow her scoring down when it comes on. Well, have a good game. Good luck. Thanks. So, Graffy, how'd the girls pull up from last night's game? Yeah, look, all pretty good. We did water recovery last night. We had shoot around and walk through this morning. So, you know, I think they're energised for this one. It's, you know, they're well conditioned. Back-to-back games when you're at home isn't so bad. And look, Belize are tough ask. You guys are sitting third and fourth, I think, on the ladder. You know, it's an important win for you tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think, you know, Paulina probably ahead of everyone else in that, that next pack. You know, we want to try and get some separation and see if we can establish ourselves clearly in that top three with Adelaide and Sydney. And, um, you know, this is a big one for us. We want to start start on our way to staying in that top group and getting a, a split towards getting Berlin. And the key matchups for tonight's game? Well, I think it's a great, there's some great ones. I think... Yeah, our captain versus their captain, Glorbits and Abrams, um, you know, Beattie and Penaluna, Bishop and, and Randall, Milner and Bevilacqua and Hurst. I mean, it's they're all over the floor. I think there's going to be some great individual matchups. You know, they're, they're a team that execute really well in the quarter court. We like to defend and run, so it's going to be a hell of a game. Well, good luck and have a good one. Thank you. And that's what the coaches thought about the matchup tonight. Interesting comments from both. They don't take either of these two teams lightly. There are opals amongst both. And I guess it is going to be a, a fantastic match because whilst they're both talking defence, they have got some electric attack. Oh, they certainly have, you know. And I mean, the Capitals this season, you've had Hurst and Bibby just lighting it up consistently. A little quieter last night, but certainly, you know, capable of big numbers. And not just those two, but, you know, at any given night, you can have Kelly come out. Kelly Abrams, you know, in her 201st game tonight, um, at any game, she can come out and really knock down some points for you. And you look at the Bulleen group and Desi Glorbitz and, uh, you know, Emma Randall can get big numbers for you, Sharon Milner. So, you know, I think it'll be a pretty exciting offensive game tonight. It should be a very exciting game indeed, Michelle. Let's talk about Kelly Abrams for a moment. She had a horror start to the season. But since coming back from Russia, she has really picked up her numbers. Yeah, I think the Russia tour, Russia trip did a lot of good for her in that she got found opportunity to find some form, play a lot of minutes um, and get herself back into the game. But, you know, what a career. She came out of the AIS in 96. I coached against her. Um, in 97, she came to the Cats. First year, I wasn't there under Mike McHugh. Um, she came to the Capitals. And she's just been terrific for them year in, year out. And, um, you know, this the captain's role I think she's matured really matured as a player and I think she's getting better and better year after year and some players peak early some players peak late she's not a terrific what you call athlete per se so you know she doesn't have to rely on her athleticism to get her through she's smart she's um, committed to the game and she just plays hard so you know it's a terrific honour for her to play that many games in this league as the teams are announced tonight, of course, there is one capital or former capital in the lineup of the Boleyn Melbourne Boomers, and that, of course, is Zoe Carr. Now, Zoe's been a, a bit of a, uh, well, a, a bit of a transient player. She played in Perth last season, and, of course, before that was playing with the Caps, the AIS. I think she might have even uh, had a stint in Townsville, but I don't. I just can't quite remember that. I'm, I'm probably wrong there. But she had uh, has been a bit of a journeyman. And uh, out of the AAS, she looked like she was another uh, star in the making. 
Oh, look, and I think she still is. I think she's still, you know, she's got some great talent and it just really hasn't as yet come through for her. I I think that, um, you know, Zoe needs to find a home and I think she'll really thrive under the sort of um, tutelage that she'll get from um, Cheryl Chambers and, and, you know, being able to play with players like Emma Randall and, and with Elise, it really gives us some additional freedom and we'll get more minutes, which is important. Yes, well... There is about to be a presentation to Kelly Abrams, who plays game 201. Last night she played 200, and it was a fitting night because the only two teams that Kelly Abrams has ever played for in the Australian Defence Force WNBL is, of course, the AIS and the Canberra Capitals. And a great bit of scheduling there. Uh, surely the Caps would have liked it to, be a, to have been a home game. But, uh, well, not bad when the next night you play 201. You've got 200 in the book now. Well, that's right. And, it's, you know, it's fairly unique for a player in this league to basically play their career with one club. I mean, she had her sit at the AIS, but since coming out from there, she's had, um, you know, her whole career has been with the Capitals. And I think she'd be keen to finish off her career with us. A second presentation tonight going to Kelly Bevilacqua, who in the second Sydney game this season, which was in Sydney, was her 250th. Basketball Australia recognising that tonight for the, uh, for the uh, Capitals star as the national anthem plays in the background. Two teams shake hands at the centre of the court and it will be 40 minutes until they will be that friendly to each other again. They are both going to huddles as we still have three minutes of warm-up time or thereabouts. So looking at the stats, I think it's fascinating to see up until last night when Sydney had a huge comeback against the Adelaide Link Lightning just to uh, make it a bit more confusing when you have a linked team in the competition. Nat Porter now goes to the top of points per game with Jess Bibby and Natalie Hurst shuffled back somewhat to second and third position. For the, uh, for the bullying side, number six is Emma Randall with 17.5 points per game. And then on 16.7 points a game is Desiree Glorbert or Desiree Glorbert. In field goal percentage, Tracy Beattie, 28 from 43 this season. Just looking so good in the paint and uh, so confident as well. Natalie Hurst is down there, although Elise Penaluna is having a stellar year at 58.6%. Elise Penaluna was with the AS for a year, then went off and joined Dandenong last year and now has come over with Emma Randall to the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers. It's 
been amazing, the exodus out of Dandenong last year. Yeah, they really have lost a lot of players and, and some of that was due, of course, to the fact that um, the Bendigo team, franchise has come into the league. But, uh, you know, obviously there were other factors involved in it and they've had a mass exodus, so to speak. Um, and, you know, bullying's benefits. <laughs> yeah, they have indeed. We are a minute and a quarter away from the start of this game. Just uh, looking at some more of the statistics heading in to the uh, games. It is wins 35 to 20, the Capitals over the Boomers. 22 wins to 7 in Canberra over the years. The last win was in January this year. Of course, that being last season. So the Caps looking good at the moment. Bulleen's last win, well, it was the end of last year on a horror road trip the Capitals had down to Melbourne where they just about put their final contentions out of, well, out of, out of, uh, out of whack completely. But uh, it is uh, a different team tonight somewhat that uh, they are facing the Capitals and they are certainly going to be tested all the way. I have predicted, as I look back to what I actually said here, I've predicted... Oh, they took it out. Yeah, they have... Uh, they have taken it out there, but I, I predicted the, uh, the Capitals by about seven. Yeah, look, I think it will be a close one, Craig. I, I don't think that Bulleen will... Um you know, lie down against the Capitals. They never lie down against anyone. I think the Cats should probably have the game and it'd be a small margin, I'd say, to be, you know, under 10 um, this game. But I wouldn't, wouldn't put, put a pass for Lean to get up and give us a little bit of a surprise because they're certainly, you know, playing well and they always, you know, give it everything they've got. So I think one thing that the Capitals will have to do tonight, particularly against the size of Bull- that Bulleen had this year, is do the job on the boards. You know, last night Tracy Beattie only came up with three boards for the entire game. She was out-rebounded by both Hurst and Abrams um, and, and Bishop, obviously. She got a dozen or so boards last night. But, you know, Tracy really needs to do a job there for us tonight. Starting fives are out there. Beattie, Bishop, Bevelacqua, Abrams and Bibby for the Capitals. No surprise there whatsoever as it is Jordan Randall. Penaluna in the jump ball and gets the tap down but it goes to Bishop. Also out there, Glorbert and Jordan Milner as well. It's the Capitals with first use. Abrams bounced past to the baseline. It was touched by Bishop, also touched by Penaluna but Bishop was last touch and it's over the baseline. Caps will have to do some defending. It's Jordan. Now Jordan is just, uh, well... I've said she should always play in the bodysuit for as long as she wants to because she is extremely fit. And I was looking at her legs tonight and the definition of muscle tone there is unbelievable. First points go to Bulleen. Yeah, look, great backdoor cut by Desi Glorbitz there and Caps uh, caught napping. As Abrams over the top goes to Bishop. Hook shot from Bishop. Eventually falls and it's all level. Two points apiece, nine minutes 15. Caps are clearly looking to go to Bishop in the paint down there. She's coming off a good night last night, so let's keep going to her. Oh. As a wild pass from Penaluna looking for Jordan, but Jordan had already cut baseline and it will be Bishop to bring it in from the side as the turnover is affected. Goes to Bevelacqua now. She has to watch Milner. They opals. 
matching up on centre court. Bevilacqua over the top to Beattie. Beattie being watched by Penaluna. There's a mixture of uh, youth and experience there. And it was Abrams in 201, cutting baseline, who draws the foul. And that will be a trip to the line for the Capitals' captain. Yeah, look, it was just good ball reversal and great quick first step by Kelly Abrams. Penetrated hard and draw the foul. I'm not sure what's with the socks tonight. Is that in honour of... <laughs> well, no, she was wearing the long socks last night as well, the uh, Nike socks. I didn't ask her last <laughs> night when I was uh, doing the interview if there was a new sponsorship. Abrams misses the uh, shot, but it was Bishop who does the rebounding. It's eventually being grabbed by Bibby, but Bibby can't control it. It's over the baseline. And Abrams making one from two makes it three points to two. Eight minutes 45 as Penaluna gets it on the right. 45. Oh, Penaluna driving to the baseline. Pull up jump shot. Air ball in the end. But gee, you love it when the big centres start to put the ball on the floor. Absolutely. And a big ass to take a jumper over the top of Tracy Beatty. Yes, Bibby now goes to Beatty. On the left side is Abrams. Left 45. Bounce pass. Low post. Now it's Bishop with a shot over the top of Emma Randall. And they're out to a 5 2 lead. I'm liking the look of the Caps offensively in the half court. They're very active without the ball. They're getting good screen action and creating for each other. Looking uh, quite good. Penaluna goes to Randall now. Looking around. Puts the ball on the floor. Randall just elbow in or forearm into Bishop. And that is enough to get the foul. It was Randall just making sure Bishop was always moving with that forearm bar. She makes the shot and will go to the line to create the bonus and potentially tie things up again. Abby actually did quite a good job defensively. She unfortunately, as with the momentum as she moved, she sort of was forced backwards. The hands came down and just uh, got Emma, and she nails that foul shot. Five points apiece, one other game in action, and we will keep you up to date with that at the moment. The Rangers are leading two points to nil at Dandenong. But the Capitals and the Boomers, five points apiece with, oh, the pass from Abrams. Beatty just pulled out at the last minute and the ball sailed over the baseline and it's a turnover. Probably the right option, just a little bit of a lack of communication there. Glorbitz goes around the arc, Penel Luna, Bibby almost steals it off Jordan. Jordan goes inside to Randall who puts up a shot, banks it in off the glass. She's going to be tough tonight, tough matchup for Abby. She's really going to have to do a good job on well, her defensively. A, a world champion Opal as again the ball hit the foot I thought of Sharon Milner that time. But instead, it's over the baseline again. So the Capitals, whilst they're looking aggressive and, and looking like they're here to play, just some of the execution is not up to speed. No, a few early turnovers, which isn't good for them. As uh, down the, uh, well, down the sideline. Oh, Emma Randall goes to oh. put up the shot. It's been blocked by Beattie, but Beattie has got a piece. It looked like they were uh, indicating uh, that it was uh, a a bit of the head, but I thought that was a clean block for mine. So did I, but obviously the referee saw it differently, so uh, Randall will go to the line. Randall will indeed. It is six, uh, sorry, it's eight five here as Bulling pull away at the front for the moment. Randall makes both, and they are 100%, and the free throw line Abrams on the 45 getting it from Bishop who's oh, a long nice way from move. home yeah but Beattie on the baseline just light foot around Penaluna and makes the shot 
Yeah, it's good to see Tracy putting the ball on the floor a little bit this season in the post. Glorbitz now gets a good screen from Randall working around the arc. Randall's going to set the screen again. No, now she goes to the paint and ball goes into Milner. Milner with seven seconds left on the shot clock. Gets the screen from Penaluna. Penaluna in the paint. Sits on the uh, back of the iron. Bounces there for two or three, but then eventually drops. Look, it's just really good screen action from the Boomers and the Capitals are getting caught out on that. They need to communicate it and make decisions about to switch early or to just uh, show themselves high on those. 11-7, Bulleen in front and Bevilacqua gets the ball on the right 45, toes just behind the arc and nails an all-net three. That helps the Caps, they needed that. 1.4 1.4 game, 11-1, bullying with the lead, 6 minutes and 10 seconds, Glorbitz on the left 45, Penaluna in the corner, outlets across court to Milner, Milner driving baseline, passes back inside, blocked by Abrams, Beatty gets the, uh, well it was almost like a volleyball slap, and gives it down to Bevilacqua who pulls up in the paint, back outside to Beatty, he tries to jack the 3, Penaluna gets a push in the back from Bishop, that's concerning because that'll be Bishop's second personal. Yeah, certainly the Caps won't want her and she's coming out straight away by the looks of that and got Krista Hayes coming in for Bishop. She really can't afford to get in foul trouble for the Caps this early. She needs to play a little bit smarter. That one, you know, you've got to contest those boards but you've got to recognise when you're in the contest and when you're not. I'll tell you what, three team fouls on the Caps already as Jordan goes over the top and this is a charging foul. Emma Randall on Tracy Beatty. And so, it will be Randall getting called for the charge. It's a really physical game. The Bullion Boomers are doing a great job of setting some really solid screens. That one was deemed illegal, so, but the, you know, it's going to create problems for the Capitals all, all night if they continue to set some really good solid screens like that. Bibby gets the inbound pass from Abrams who immediately gives it to Bevilacqua, brings it down. Still a one-point ball game in the favour of the visitors. Now on the baseline, it's Bibby, Hayes, outside to Beattie, then on the left side to Abrams. Abrams has a charging down on the left lane, Beatty. Beatty bounces into Penaluna. Shot goes up. Hayes has to retrieve it. Beatty gets the rebound again and resets the shot clock. Bibby gets the ball from Abrams, has time to step for the three. It rattles off the iron and Milner does the clean-up. Oh, dear. Poor communication defensively and the Caps get away with it. Yeah, Penaluna couldn't finish off the layup that time, so the Caps are back in the front court. That was unfortunate for Bulleen as they looked to bring Can into the game. Can was a live wire a few weeks ago in uh, the Bulleen side's win over Bendigo, but this time it is another pass gone astray. Milner pulls up at the paint, goes outside to Glorbert as Randall and Hayes are wrestling in the paint. Penaluna has it a long way from home, gives it to Milner who's still no closer, but on the left hand side Milner comes to the top. She tried to switch off Kelly Bevilacqua Bibby has been called for a push there. Talk us through that play action because Bibby's going to sit down straight away yeah, no, look, again, it was just a case of the Capitals uh, getting caught up in screen action and Bibby having to step out and just try and uh, block the penetration from Milner and, you know, she just was a bit slow, a bit delayed and couldn't get through it. Can and Zoe Carr come into the game now. Carr immediately getting hands on the ball. Everyone's gone into the left-hand corner. This is Cheryl Chambers all over, just running plays as Caitlin Cunningham looks to get early minutes now as she's about to sub in. Glorbert fakes for a 14-foot jump shot, then gives it back to Carr, who drives into the paint, but the shot just doesn't fall. Hurst, who's come onto the floor, has got the rebound and she's off to the races. 
Hurst now pushes right hand side to Abrams on the three point arc. Looking around, Bishop over the top. Nice pass. Yeah, it was great work there. You're going to say about that last play action for Bullen. Oh, no, look, I just think that. <laughs> Gorbett's just uh, almost travelling there. She gets the ball in the front half. Tries to wrong foot Abrams. Gets to the free throw line. Outlet to Jordan. Rattles in the, in the ring. But falls eventually. And it's a 14-12 ball game with 3.36. I thought this was supposed to be a defence game. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> it is not tonight. As Hurst lobs it over the top just laconically. Giving it to Bishop who lobs up a very high air ball. And Randall gets the uh, possession off the rebound and it goes immediately to Can. Can in the 15, drives it down into the front court, bounce pass over to Jordan. Jordan almost had the ball stripped away by Abrams but gets it off to Randall, then off to Glorbert. Glorbert, oh Bevilacqua got a hand on the ball it wasn't a block shot I don't think directly but certainly put so much pressure on her and this time Bevilacqua drives it down the court, she lost the dribble as she came into contact that time with Kylie Jordan but it will be El Bevilacqua going to the line as Jordan gets her second personal foul. Yeah, look, a uh, great defensive play from Tully Bevilacqua at this end of the floor. Did a terrific job on Desi Glorbitz and uh, pushed the ball hard down, down into transition and looked to take it all the way and Kylie Jordan was just caught out of position. So, you know, she'll go to the line and hopefully she'll be able to make the easy two. Well, Cunningham's into the game as well. As Bevilacqua makes the first, and we're back down to a one-point ball game with a shot to come from the WNBA Opal World Champion. And she makes them both. We're tied up at 14 points apiece. Good thing for the Cats here is that the foul count's evened out a bit. They're four and three now, which is a much better situation for the Cats to be. Well, McCann got away from Hurst for a moment, had Bishop chasing her down. Hurst gets back to her now as she is handing the ball off to Carr on the perimeter. It's Cunningham watching her. They played together at the AAS from memory. Over the top goes to Randall and Cunningham has to inbound the ball to Bevilacqua now. Quick transition. Great finish by Randall then. Yeah, you can see why she uh, was picked for the Opals. As Bevilacqua bounce pass down to Bishop. Oh, looks like Zoe Carr reaching in from behind has been called for a foul. Absolutely. She just got caught out of position there and took a reach for the ball as the entry pass was made and, you know, wasn't in good enough position for it. First personal on Zoe Carr. Bishop with six points for the game. Emma Randall with seven. Three points for Kylie Jordan. Bevilacqua with three rebounds leading for the Capitals as they have the ball. Abrams pulls up the elbow, jacks up a shot. I think she was thought she was going to be run into that time, but it wasn't to be. And now it is Parker on the floor. Parker just trying to get the pass over to Glorbitz, who was touched away by Bevilacqua. Glorbitz goes inside immediately to Carr. Carr backing on the paint. Again, Bevilacqua block shot by Cunningham. And the crowd, they really have warmed to Caitlin Cunningham as Hurst drives down the lane, goes outside to Bishop, and Bishop nails the three. It was all net as well. <laughs> it was, and oh, we got a foul called there on Hurst. Yeah, Natalie Hurst, a defensive foul in the backcourt, and uh, I'm just trying to remember what that signal is because uh, I, I, it was uh, she certainly got in the way. Yeah, of, it was a blocking foul being called. She just didn't quite have body position, and they've called a blocking foul. So not a hand foul, but a, a body foul. Okay, 55% is the uh, field goal shooting for 
Bulleen, it's 50% for the Capitals. It's 100% still from the free throw line as we're tied up 17 points apiece. Bulleen go ahead as McCann hits the second. And full court pressure now from Bulleen as Crosswhite's into the game. Throw it into the back of Crosswhite <laughs> and Bishop comes up with it again. Well, that's always going to happen if you turn your back to the player. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Play. Yeah, well, it's also a bit arrogant, but we love that. Abrams with the ball on the right-hand side, right wing. Puts it on the floor. Wrong foot, Parker, Great that time, job. and takes it to the loose. Terrific move by Kelly Abrams and really a, a leadership play. Bevel Ackwood's come up with a great steal. Yeah, gets it on to Hurst immediately coming down the right lane, now backs away as Abrams. Quickly on to Bevel Aqua, fake the three, gave the bounce pass to... Uh, Bishop put up an air board. Cunningham couldn't get it. Glorbitz does, and Glorbitz brings it down the floor. One minute and ten seconds left. McCann, oh, it's just a can. Puts up the shot. Bevel Aqua pulls down another rebound. That gives her four for the game. Outside to Hurst. Nails another on that three. On that, yeah. When they hit them, they are nailing them. They are, and that was a better shot for Hurst to get because, you know, she was balanced. She had her feet under her, and she had the space to take it. Caps getting the biggest lead that they've had of the game, 22-18. It's four points for the Capitals. As Crosswhite drives baseline, puts the shot up over the back of Bishop, and that time got Bishop out of position very well. Yeah, and it's good, you know, the Caps have got this lead, and really they've got their bench on. Uh, well, not their bench, but they've got a few of their bench players on there, and they're doing a good job for them. Yeah, got oh, down bow. as far as four points behind in this uh, quarter so far. Abrams on the left 45. Nine seconds on the shot clock. 17 on the game clock. Abrams has managed to draw the foul out of Glorbit there. Just a hand check as she swung the ball around. Yeah, and, you know, if they're going to call that, they better call that all game. That's all I'd be saying, and I think the coaches would be thinking the same. Fairly soft one, it was there, but, you know, make sure that you're going to call it the whole game, guys. Indeed. As looking at some of the uh, stats now, nine points for Abby Bishop as she is the leader on the floor. Abrams at the line, missed the first. Second is all net. And the Caps, well, both teams now up to five team fouls apiece. Abrams now with five points for the game. Eight seconds left as Can drives down the left lane, gets first off her feet, but Beattie's there, and Beattie does the rebounding at half court. Bevelacqua jacks up a shot, but it is a capital three-point advantage at quarter time. Here at Southern Cross Stadium, it is the Canberra Transact Capitals leading the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers 23-20. to What do you see on the uh, Canberra stats that jump out at you straight away? Oh, look, I think um, if you're looking down, down the scoring that it's fairly well spread around if I can find it on the statue. Here Nine for uh, Abby Bishop. Yeah. Then you have five for Tally Bevelacqua. It'll be Three. five for Abrams because she made the two free yeah. throw. Oh, sorry, she made one of the two, didn't she? So it'll be four yeah. for Abrams. And then two points for Tracy Beattie. Uh, probably, uh, surprisingly, a little bit quiet. When we look at the Melbourne Boomers now, nine points for Emma Randall, who yeah. has had a great start to this game. She did, but she sat out for quite a few minutes towards the end of that quarter, which is when the Caps really started to make a, a bit of a run of it. So, you know, I think she's going to be really critical for them tonight. Three points for Kylie Jordan, two points for Glorbitz, also Can and Penaluna. Yeah, look, at the, the, you know, 
every time the uh, boomers have been to the line, they've nailed their free throws. So that's that's you know helpful for them. And if they continue to go hard to the bucket and draw a couple more fouls and can go to the line and make the easy ones, that'll certainly help them. Will indeed. As a few more of the stats come to hand, and uh, looking at still a reasonably high shooting percentages happening out here. We've got 50%. Both teams are shooting it at 50% for, from the field for the half. So that be pretty happy with that. On the boards, when you look at down, you know, the um, Capitals are out rebounding the Boomers, and uh, although the and on the offensive boards, the Boomers haven't had an offensive board, and the Caps have picked up four. So you know, Caps are doing a good job of getting to the offensive boards, and probably Bulleen need to do a bit of better job to keep the caps off the glass but also try and get, get some themselves. Uh, from three point range, you know, the fifty percent the booms have only had two and they've made one of them and caps have taken five and made three. So that's a, a bit of a you know, the bullying will have to be wary of the perimeter game from the capitals I'd say. Just to let you know, over at uh, the Dandenong Rangers it is 12 points apiece with three minutes left to go in the first term. So a close game there between the Rangers and the Lightning. Our concentration is on the Capitals versus the Boomers. Sportradio.com.au brings you the Canberra Transact Capitals Radio Network. Craig Ravel and Michelle Hocking bring you all the action from Southern Cross Stadium as we're away. Back to Milner Parker. Randall Glorbert has the ball in her hand now and Carr out there as Glorbert shot hit the side of the backboard. That was a way off. Abrams now over the top gives it to Bishop outside to Bevilacqua who drives to the elbow then backs away. Abrams looking to cut into the right corner. Goes off to Beattie. Hand off to Bevilacqua who drives it all the way to the basket. Perth is out there along with uh, Abrams, Bevilacqua, Beattie and... Uh, I'm missing one. Bishop. Bishop, of course. Thank you. As Oh, great work. Car inside, outside to Milner for three all net. 25 plays, 23. Hurst down the right wing. Now cuts to the charity stripe. Then backs out beyond the arc. Goes left side. Gives it to Bevilacqua. Over the top to Beattie. Who, she was flat after the ball was released. That's a no call. Well, it depends. If the ball's left the hand... You can mug the other player that no, within Craig. reason. No, Craig. You, you can cannot. touch the hands once <laughs> the ball's left. <laughs> well, I guess they deemed that it hadn't left the hands. But anyway, they've blown it. But that was a great pass by Bevel Aqua into Bishop in the paint there. It was a beautifully weighted pass over the top of uh, Randall. I'm oh, sorry, Carr, who was matched up on him. Yes, 28 plays 23. The Capitals on a bit of a run here as they start to have the advantage. As uh, I think uh, our timing and scoring might have dropped out on us here. Hopefully not for long. As Bulleen has been called for a double dribble. And Sharon Milner is just uh, <laughs> in absolute amazement. Relief, yeah. I didn't actually see that, so I'm not quite sure what they called that for. I'm interested in knowing whether Bibby, I know, has got a sore toe and whether she's been sitting for quite a few minutes and whether that's because of her toe or just because they're getting players into the game. Beatty, oh, puts up the first shot, the second, Randall just bumped into her on the rebound, and that is going to force Cheryl Chambers to pull the ripcord, have the Opal sit down and bring in the youngster, Penaluna, who I didn't think did a bad job on Beatty earlier. Uh, obviously, there was some experience there that Beatty was able to use, but uh, it wasn't... Uh, it wasn't, she wasn't uh, killing us. Yeah, it wasn't being a disgrace, no, not yeah. at all. Yeah, no, look, I think Elise will do a reasonable job on Tracy. 
and really they have no choice. You know, Randall's picked up a third early in the second and, you know, coming down the stretch, you really want to make sure that you've got those players some, some minutes to play. Bishop is still the leader on the floor. Randall sitting down now. They both have nine points apiece. Glorbert's at the top of the arc. Goes uh, into the corner of Milner. Finds Penaluna who puts up a shot over the top of Beattie. Hits the iron and bounced into Beattie's hands. She gets the rebound. 31-23, eight minutes left to go. Hurst puts up a long range too. She had a toe on the line, I think. I think she may have. It's interesting defensively. The Caps are switching every perimeter screen. The only guys that are staying at home are really the big. But every perimeter screen now they're switching. They were getting caught out on that early in the game. Oh. Glorbert. Now missed the cut from Milner, gives it off to Parker who had the ball roll down a foot. It falls to Penaluna and Bevilacqua gets in there, steals it, hits it to Hurst who jacks up the three. It rattles off the back of the iron and Parker watches it over the sideline. As timeout is, uh, no, sorry, Jordan comes into the game. Timeout has been called, and I think it's Cheryl Chambers that needs to stop the run. As I look at the play-by-play action here, oh, I don't think it's updated since the first quarter here. I'll have a quick look to try and bring it to you. It's 7 minutes 34, Capitals leading by 10 here after two and a half minutes. That's a big jump. After they had a five-point lead. It's a big lead, and Cheryl really had no choice but to blow that time out. I mean, the other thing that Pauline's concerned about is we've got Randall picked up her third foul, and they've got two team fouls, two and a half minutes into it, and the Caps have got none. So, you know, Cheryl will be talking to the girls about just, you know, playing with a bit more poise, um, you know, defensively locking the Caps down. And the Caps have really picked up the pace. They're up and down the floor really quickly at the moment and getting, uh, you know, just their running game is starting to get players caught out. Even if they're not scoring a transition layup, you know, they've got poor mismatch, poor matchups when they get into the half-court game and it's creating some problems for them. So, you know, Cheryl will just be, you know, 10 points is not the end of the world, but got to stop that momentum and they've got to stop the Caps run right now. Do indeed. As returning to the floor, it is Carr, Penaluna, Jordan, Milner and Parker. Of course, I think Zoe Carr was here in the days of the, as a capital, in the days of the three towers. Whittle, Jackson and Beatty. That's so right. It, or, yeah, or was she playing the year before uh, that? It might have been Tom the Mar. year before. Might have been the Tom Mar second go-round. But uh, certainly she was finding it hard to get minutes in the Capitals. Not struggling since she went to Perth and now bullying. Great hands. Oh, yes, reaching in Abrams. But Carr still got it on the baseline. Tried to get a bounce pass across to Penaluna. Pass. Hurst got the last touch on that. And uh, Daryl Corcoran, he called it Capitals, but has been, uh, well, has been overruled there. And it will be Bullying's ball. Parker looking to inbound it. Natty thought she was going to get away with it, but she didn't quite. Yeah. She went after... Zoe was on it. Yeah. Went after the, uh, the steal pretty hard. Now, just a bit of time they, taken here. Yeah, hadn't started the clock, I think, from the last time out, so they've got to run, run it, it down, down a little, yeah. I think. So, uh, the referee... Oh, sorry, it was, it was the shot clock hadn't been reset, so... Okay, Drew me just... Uh, Talking with uh, Drew Mee just talking with Cheryl Chambers explaining the situation. Damien Nemeth and Daryl Corcoran, who uh, 
said he enjoys listening to our comments when we <laughs> uh, call in the games. He had a chat to us after. I to, used to uh, have a John few comments here. for him too when <laughs> I coached, I can tell you, Craig. Yes, Daryl's yes. <laughs> saying he's enjoying hearing us, uh, well, discuss whether he'd made the right or wrong call throughout the games. He said we can hear you quite well out on the court. Fantastic. So, good to see that they, uh, they're taking it in the spirit it's intended. Absolutely. We're about to get set here. The the game clock had to be run down, so the shot clock was run down. So now they're putting the shot clock back to a minute and 16 seconds. Cheryl Chambers is just first lipped on the sideline. Uh, The inbound ball. Oh, it's a Jackson move from Penaluna, but she couldn't finish it off. Tried to bank it in. Not quite the Jackson finish, but certainly the Jackson play. It was nicely executed. Still 10 points the difference. Capital with the advantage. Hurst bounce pass on the left wing to Bevelacqua. In the paint, mugged by Carr, and I think Jordan has got her third personal now. Have to watch. And Jordan... I didn't, yeah, it is, it's her third personal, so a real concern because she has been, well, with Milner out, she had been certainly uh, an a important point guard for Bulleen. She's now moved back into that shooting guard position that she has played so well with off the bench, and this year, stepping up to being a starter for the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers. Yeah, you know, Kylie's a really solid player, and she's consistent, she makes, she contributes to both the offensive and the defensive end of the floor, so her having three, and Randall having three, and is really some alarm bells for um, Cheryl. Yeah, we, we've got some great stats with the WNBL speeder side here, and uh, now Jordan with three, Randall with three. Jordan, you have to remember, hasn't drawn as many fouls out of the opposition as Penaluna on the baseline. She does a good job with the car inbound pass, and, and that's what Carr is so good at doing. Just a, She's good at taking up a tall, and also very good feeder, very good passer as well. As, oh, Beattie gets Penaluna away, drives down the left lane, and finishes it off. Just wow. one foot of Penaluna <laughs> who went to try and intercept the pass coming in. Yeah, no, look, that was a great move by Trophy. Glorbitz gets the ball on the defence job sign here at Southern Cross Stadium, then takes it into the paint, outlets at the right elbow, goes back to Milner, who pulls back, nine seconds left, is over the top, Bishop gets the steal, carries it down the floor at the elbow, she has the pass, blocked away by Milner, Carr came up with it, handed off to Glorbitz, who gives it back to Milner, six minutes left, and it's a 12-point lead to the Capitals, bullying yet to score since the timeout. As this time the pass from Parker, it was a lazy pass, and Bevelacqua read it well. Kicks it over to Bibby, and Bibby, mugged by Parker, is going to go to the line. Yeah, look, that was just, a, I think, you know, a little bit of uh, Parker's inexperience, maybe. She just, you know, the play was happening, the player was cutting, but she wasn't really, uh, she was making the pass before it was there, I guess, and, you know, someone like Bevelacqua is just going to step into those lanes and rip it every time. As Crosswhite comes back into the game, just looking at some of those stats here tonight. Crosswhite's been shooting at 52%, so um, has been averaging about 6 points a game. Glorbert, 16.7, and 17.5 for Emma Randall have been the stars with Penaluna, 13.8. So far this year, they are very solid stats. But at the moment, they're stagnant as the Capitals are finishing off 38-2-25. Hand off from Crosswhite back to Milner. Back to Crosswhite now, going for the corner. Penaluna, oh, that's a great 12-foot jump shot on the baseline. 
by Penaluna. Yeah, it's good to see that she's got a little bit of range. As now Cunningham outside to Hurst. Hurst inside, Dan out, goes to Abrams. Out the right side to Benny. Benny drives baseline. This time it was a charge on Benny as Crosswhite had made position. Yeah, Crosswhite had good good position. She came across and played some good help D. Uh, Bibby had beaten Milner on the first step, but, you know, great help defence there. And uh, Bibby draw is charged. Full court pressure now as uh, Hurst is watching Milner. And Cunningham had to come back up the floor to pick up Crosswhite, who is her player at the moment. Oh, it's Can, Can and Bishop. Uh, sorry, Can and Bibby. Can had managed to wrong foot Beatty and had Beatty and Bibby running into each other there. Eventually, the foul has been called, and it will be Penaluna going to the line. First personal foul, I think, called on Tracy. Yeah, I think that's right. You know, again, that was just uh, going back to what Bulleen were doing so very well at the start of the game was that on-ball screen action, and Capitals just got caught in, up in all kinds of mess there, which created a switch situation where you ended up with Hurst having to guard Penaluma, and that's not a matchup you necessarily want in the paint. Yeah, Penaluma has made two, so it's 38-29. Beattie, left side to Abrams. Bibby back to Abrams. Over the top to Beattie. Beattie Penaluna, just good high hand in her face. Hurst gets the ball back outside to Beattie, who nails a three. And that's what that sort of, you know, having the perimeter players knocking it down consistently week after week creates. They, you know, Hurst drew three of them because she was going to jack that ball, and she's terrific from there, so she found Bibby, and Bibby's been pretty good from there too this season. Crosswhite is, gets the ball outside to Milner. Milner's shot hits the iron. Abrams taps it down to Bibby, and Bibby's off to the races, gives it off to Hurst, who pulls up on the baseline. Cunningham tried to rebound it, but Glorbert's too athletic that time. Jumped over. That foul was actually called on Cunningham, not on Bibby right. too. So that sent Penaluna to the line. I just thought uh, Penaluna going to the line meant Beattie had the foul, but it was, in fact, Cunningham. Crosswhite hands off to Glorbert. Ball start. Travel is called. Glorbert threw the ball back as Bishop comes in now for Beattie. And, uh, well, inbound pass. Abrams goes to Hurst. Hurst just walks it down into the front court as it goes to Abrams. Abrams finds Bibby. Bibby puts up the shot. Bishop does the rebound and kicks it back outside to Abrams. Another, so another shot clock for the Cats, which is good for them. Bibby is just getting marked extremely closely as Abrams hits the deck. Cunningham goes back to Bibby. Cunningham trying to find some room in the paint. Just none there at the moment. Bounce pass to Bishop. Fade away jump shot. Rattles across. And oh. Cunningham slaps it away to Hurst. Too so many offensive boards. Bulina giving up. Yes, they are. 41-29. Three minutes to go in the half. As Abrams goes into the corner. Gives it off to Bibby. Who eventually nails down the three. And that was just grinding pressure. Absolutely. You know, we've got a timeout called again by Bulleen and Cheryl's, you know, got well, panic got flash and tears, you know. She <laughs> might as well. Three minutes to go. Pull the timeout now. Uh, it's not as if it's a close game. You've got three in the second half. 
Might as well use the two in the first. Exactly. You know, you're 15 points down and you're just falling apart. There's nothing kills you more as a coach than to have to play, you know, two or three sets of the shot clock because you do a poor job on the on the defensive glass. So I'm sure she'll be telling the girls to do a better job there. And as well as just, you know, this last couple of play sets, you know, you've had Bibby in open space, you've had Hurst in open space on the perimeter. You cannot give those girls an open look at the basket. So I'm sure she'll be talking about that. Be interesting to see whether they change up their D and perhaps throw a zone out there or something a bit different to get the Caps to look at and just try slow down their game a bit. Well, the Caps have been rotating, rotating through a few different defences. Last night, the AAS could not could not work out the D that the, uh, that the Caps threw at them a couple of times and that was costly in the run home when they started throwing out some, uh, some variations on a theme. I don't know whether that was because Cheryl was scouting them and just wanted to mix it up a bit or whether it was a case of uh, they wanted to try a few things in game conditions. The thing that's worrying Cheryl Chambers is Jordan and Randall okay. still have to sit down. It takes a big hole out of their lineup. 14 points for Bishop, 7 apiece. For Bibby and Bevilacqua, along with Tracy Beatty, are the leading scorers for the Capitals. As Glorbert on the right 45 goes back to Parker. Parker has to go out and find Milner, who's a long way from home. Milner then goes, crosses over to Crosswhite, who jacks up a three. And Hurst pulls down a very athletic board. And we're talking about Kylie Jordan, the ripping that she's got in muscle tone. Natalie Hurst this year is just absolutely unbelievable. Her physique is equal of, uh, well, of anyone in the league and uh, certainly getting up there with Jess Bibby now. As Bishop goes for another three, rattles around. Crosswhite took position away from Cunningham and brought down the rebound, which is something that Cheryl Chambers will be happy to see. Milner gives it off to Glorbitz, then it's Crosswhite around the arc, eventually getting on to Can. Can to Glorbitz, top of the arc, tried to drive down the right lane, had to pull up and go outside. Six seconds left on the shot clock now. Milner, she should have jacked up a three then, she had a chance, dumps over the top, Cunningham with the steal, gets it to Bishop, gives it to Bibby at the elbow. Oh, Bibby leaves it short, and Bishop is able to knock it away from Can, who finds it in the arms of Bibby. Outside to Abrams, Bishop goes out to Hurst, Hurst looking for the ball, bounce pass to Cunningham. Cunningham outside to Bibby. Oh, Bibby for another three all net. She's not shy, is she? You know, and that's the great thing about Jess Bibby is that she can be having a night where she's not knocking them down, but she's a born shooter and she's just going to uh, born scorer and she's just going to keep looking to find ways to score. Can goes out to Milner, drives into the paint, over the top of Cunningham that and makes the shot. Tough move, very tough move, and you know they really needed something. Yeah, the good pressure from Bulleen in the backcourt, putting Hurst under all sorts of trouble. No one to help, but she breaks through it. Oh, Milner couldn't get a slap away, so Hurst goes all the oh, way. Oh. Layup isn't good. Cunningham almost defouled Penaluna, trying to go after the rebound. But it's Milner now, bringing it back down, trying. Milner goes herself and has drawn the foul out of I think that'll be Bishop. our Bishop. And that'll be number three from memory. Bishop did have to sit down. Well, wait. Yes, that is the third for Bishop now. So that's going to bring Beatty back into the game. As yeah, and Bishop's having another good night. We've got another timeout call. We've got Carrie just calling a timeout. Wants to talk about it a bit. I noticed the last play down the floor, the Bulina in a zone, which we expected might happen. They needed to do it. Shooting percentage just dropping away from Bulina, shooting at 48%. 
still good numbers. Still, yeah. But Capitals shooting at 52, 60 from outside the arc. They've made six from 10. Yeah. Bullying, making two from six. And, yeah, uh, look, any team that can shoot um, 60% from, from three-point range is going to be difficult to beat, particularly when they're putting up that number of uh, three-pointers in a game. So, you know, Bulleen are, what are they, 16 points down now, it's, you know, at half-time. It's certainly not a situation that I'm sure um, Cheryl's happy with, and she's really got some problems in with both Jordan and Randall in foul difficulties. So she's been looking for... Uh, you know, Zoe Carr and uh, Elise to step it up a bit, and she really needs Sharon Milner to start getting a little bit involved. Desi Glorbert has been a little bit quiet. I think so too. She hasn't had the game that she would have wanted, although when you say that, she is, uh, well, still racking up a number of stats. Just wanted to go to Melbourne briefly as the Rangers lead the Lightning by one point with three minutes to go in the second quarter. It is a, a very close game with Michelle Brogan, 13 points, Erin Phillips with 11. I, I watched the game last night on ABC TV, and uh, I tell you what, it doesn't look like Erin Phillips has had a break at all. She is just phenomenal. Yeah, stepping up to the line now will be Milner, and she makes the first. Six points for the game now for Sharon Milner, as she has a second shot. Desi Glorbert's only two points but has one personal foul against her. uh, Milner makes the uh, second. Just looking at uh, rebounds, Glorbert's got uh, two defensive rebounds, one assist, I guess one turnover, and uh, she has got an offensive block as well. And, you know, you've got to think of it in context. She's probably got Abrams and Bevilacqua matched up on her most of the game. Slapped away, goes from Glorbert to Cunningham, who jacked up a shot from the elbow. Couldn't get it to drop. 47 plays 33. We're inside the last half a minute of the half. Glorbert sets up in the corner. Her standing off her about a foot as Milner. Oh, and what was that? Cunningham just smacked Crosswhite in the back of the head there. Kelly Abrams is laughing. <laughs> of course, uh, Cunningham was angry at herself by the, at the end of it, but... Uh, it's going to be from the side. And uh, Cunningham just... Uh, Unbelievable. I'm not quite sure what happened there, but Caitlin certainly reacted to something. (laughs) We'll speak to her after the game and find out what's going on there. Milner now has the ball. She's running the clock down. It's 15 seconds away. So this is a sign of nerves too, because you don't want to catch the score again before the half. If you're going to go eight seconds, Milner gets uh, collapsed on. That gives Crosswhite a chance. Crosswhite rebounds. Shot doesn't go. Penaluna can't put it in before the uh, buzzer. And that was great defense there. I thought Cunningham leaving off uh, Crosswhite then to collapse in on Milner was a dangerous thing to do. And as the ball fell straight into Crosswhite's hands, it was, uh, well, almost going to be uh, a, a a, you know, a suicide mission, <laughs> but uh, Crosswhite couldn't convert. And Penaluna then just, uh, well, missed an easier one as Beatty, uh, Bevilacqua, and Cunningham are just having a bit of a chat before they go through the um, go through the door there, and they're obviously talking about what Crosswhite did, which I didn't see um, no. because it was off the ball. But what Crosswhite did that uh, raised the ira of Caitlin Cunningham who, of course, is 
featured in tonight's program. So maybe that's the way to get Caitlin Cunningham more time <laughs> is whoever does that program to put more features more on More features of Caitlin in the, in the program, yeah. Look, I think Carrie would be disappointed in that last defensive play there because, you know, the Cubs did a reasonable job of defending the first uh, scoring threat, which was Milner, but um, then they allowed the uh, bullying boomers to come up with an offensive board. You know, it's the last thing you want to do is give someone a second chance at it in those situations. So, uh, you know, Graffy, though, would be pretty happy with that first half. I think she's, you know, there's 14 points up going into it. Bullying are looking pretty frustrated in some of their um, offensive uh, sets. And uh, so, you know, and defensively they're struggling. All right, we'll take a break here as Michelle... It has been an interesting first half. The Caps are dominating, though. It's 47 to 33 here at Southern Cross Stadium over in Melbourne. One-point ball game. It's 37-36 with three minutes remaining there. So we will keep you up to date with that game right throughout the rest of the evening. Sportradio.com.au, Canberra Capitals Radio Network will be back with the second half in just a few moments. Welcome back to the second half of the Canberra Capitals versus the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers. Well, the first half, Michelle Hocking, it was all one-way traffic, really. It did start out close, and the first quarter was a, an intense offensive shootout, but, uh, gee, that second quarter, Bulleen went quiet, and the Capitals kept marching on. Well, that's right, and I think, you know, one of the key factors was Emma Randall's had eight and a half minutes to the half. She's still their leading scorer with nine points, and she was really doing a lot of the damage offensively for Bulleen, so her getting three fouls early has um, hurt Bulleen significantly. And although Jordan's only racked up three points for them, you know, it's her work ro- workload and the rate of, around the court that they'd be missing, and, and even when she's not scoring, she's always an offensive threat, so you have to worry about her and defenders. So... That's been a big factor for bullying. It has been indeed. Just one score update as we uh, look at other games in the uh, defence, well, the Australian Defence Force, WNBL. It's a one-point ball game in Melbourne as the second half has just restarted, 46-25. Michelle Brogan with 16 points. Hasn't that been a comeback this year? Oh, yeah. Aaron Phillips with 11. Of course, uh, Michelle's Brogan's brother, who was a former basketball player, now has uh, made the move over to the uh, Port Adelaide Power and uh, picked up an AFL championship along with an NBL one that he already had in the closet. That's right. So the Capitals back out on the court and it will be an interesting second half, that is for sure. 47-33 the score here at Southern Cross Stadium. Michelle, some of the stats that catch your eye. Yeah, look, I think for um, concerning for the Bulleen Boomers is the fact that the Capitals have had seven offensive boards. They're being out-rebounded generally on the floor, but, you know, seven offensive boards, they really need to do a better job of, you know, stopping those second chance opportunities that they're actually giving the Capitals, because, you know, you play D for 20-odd seconds, and then someone comes up with an offensive board, and you've got to go around and do it all again. It becomes very tiring and very uh, demotivating so I'm sure they'll be focused on that I wouldn't be surprised if we see Bulleen mixing up their defence a bit throwing some zone at the Caps and see if they can shake them up a little bit Um, and the other thing you know the shooting percentages have dropped a little we've got uh, 44% from the floor for the Capitals and they're shooting from three point range they're down to 40% now which is still a reasonable percentage from their Oh, sorry, the Capitals are at 60% and, uh, from three-point range and, and uh, 40% is where the Bulleen Boomers are sitting at. 
Well, Bulleen have gone and pulled the trigger, you might say, to put their starting five back out on the floor with Randall, Penaluna, Jordan, Glorbert and Milner. The Capitals doing the same. Bishop, Beattie, Abrams and Bibby. Foul count for the Capitals there. Only one real concern, I think, for the Caps. Yeah, we've got uh, Bishop with three. There's a couple of players on two and, and a couple with one. So no real concerns there other than Bishop. As Abrams brings the ball in, gives it to Bevilacqua. Caps have first use of it. Beatty on the baseline. Has to outlet around hands. Bevilacqua, Beatty, Abrams inside to Bishop. Tries to bank it in off the glass. Randall pulls in a defensive rebound, which was oh so missing in that second quarter. Absolutely. As Milner... Well, Milner's got time. She faked the three, though. Gave it back to Glorbitz. Goes inside to Penaluna. Penaluna outside to Jordan. Jordan, no, doesn't knock down the uh, shot, but gives Penaluna the chance to rebound. Now it is a second, third chance, almost, as it was Randall who eventually got the putback. Boomers get some of their own back. That gave them two or three offensive boards then. Well, maybe that's the scoring glass at the far end of Southern Cross Stadium tonight. It's 47-35. They close up the gap somewhat as Bishop. Oh, nice little one-handed shot as she was falling into the paint. Yeah, step through. Nice little step through there and just a little finger roll to finish off. As Milner goes to the right side, goes back to Randall for three. Bang! Yeah, here she goes. It's five points she's racked up in, what, a minute and a half of the game. Sorely missed from the boomers early in the game. Abrams over the top to Beattie. Beattie puts it on the floor, a call for a travel as Glorbitz had stripped her of the ball as well. Double whammy. Certainly was. I don't think Tracy's quite sure what she did there, but... um, Obviously, the ref saw a travel. and The ball takes such a long time to get from Tracy's <laughs> hand or foot. She probably could get two or three steps she in. She could. She could. <laughs> As Milner brings it back now. 49 plays 38, so we're back to an 11-point ball game. As bounce pass to Glorbert. Glorbert's looking around. Bevelak were watching her. Goes back to Milner. Oh, Milner wrong foot to Abrams. Kicks it over Penaluna for a long-range two. Randall just tried to slap it over the top of Bishop. And it's out over the baseline. Caps ball. Yeah, well, Caps will want to come down and get a score now. They've really not looked that comfortable offensively for the, last, for the first couple of minutes of this quarter. So they'll want to get through their stuff and get a good scoring opportunity. Beattie gets the hand back off to Bevilacqua. Penaluna stopped her. Uh, just a little elbow from Beattie there into the bread basket of Penaluna as the ball went Bishop. Bibby, Bibby pulls the trigger on another big three. Yes. And it is all net. Keeping the three-point shooting percentage up. So, um, but that's where Bibby looks good. You know, creates some space for herself, gets her feet set, and she's uh, pretty reliable from out there. She is indeed. 52 points apiece in Melbourne as Bullying get another two. Randall again. Yeah, well, through the hands of Randall, she drew the D because, you know, she's a threat there, so now they've got to... Bishop takes on two, and that gives Abrams a chance to cut baseline. Yeah, look, good vision from Bishop and great cut from Kelly Abrams. Recognised the double went to Bishop and just cut hard baseline. Glorbert's ball in hand. Goes across to Milner. Milner tried to pump fake in the air that time. And then gets into all sorts of travel. Randall has got her fourth as she knocked Bishop to the floor. Carr comes into the game. Randall saying, surely the cylinder was mine, ref. Oh, no, look, that was... 
Well, that's, she what she's that's what she's saying, Craig. That's what she's saying. It was clearly a hook. It was clearly a hook, and you know, you could see the frustration from Cheryl Chambers because it really was a bit of a silly one for her to get, you know, early in the quarter. As Bebe over the top to Beatty. Beatty crossed to Abrams. Has to pull it down. Jordan watching her. Bishop gets the screen. Abrams has the pass touched away by Jordan. Penaluna takes it off. Her gives it back to Jordan who drives down the right lane. Outlets to Glorbert. Glorbert got Bebe. That's a mismatch there for mine. Goes back to Glorbert. over the top. Inside the car. Outside to Milner. Outside to Penaluna who shoots from the right hand elbow. Beatty cleans up as Carr was knocked almost <laughs> off her feet that time. Beattie is playing a rugby style again tonight. She is really in the zone. She's really aggressive on the boards and she's looking after the ball, protecting it, using her uh, elbows well. Bishop gets the ball in the paint, outlets again to Bibby and that did not look like it was going to miss. Three points all the way out of the hand and the Capitals hitting the accelerator. They've got ten points now for the quarter. 57 plays 40 Capitals are doing a good job of getting an inside feed and then becoming receivers off of that. Jordan tries to turn it around with a three-point shot. Bishop comes up with a rebound over the top of Zoe Carr. And now, oh, Abrams was open on the baseline for a moment. Bevelacqua took a little bit too long to get it to her. Beanie baseline. She falls to the ground after she makes the shot, but just worked so hard on the uh, baseline as timeout has been called by Cheryl Chambers. Caitlin Cunningham coming back into the game. Yeah, look, I'm not sure whether she'll come in for Bishop or Beattie. I couldn't see quite who that was. But Beattie is certainly doing a great job offensively for the Capitals now. With Penaluma matched up on her, she's making good decisions about, you know, whether she's going to feed out of the post or whether she's going to look to take the uh, offensive option, her her own offensive option. So she's making some really good decisions and it's creating some problems defensively for the Boomers. In the third quarter down in Melbourne, the Rangers getting away by four points. It's the Rangers, 56 52, the Lightning with five and a half minutes left to go. Lightning in real foul trouble there. They're on 14 fouls with five minutes left to go. The Rangers have not yet chirped up a foul. Brogan still with 16, but now Anderson has 10. And Rachel Flanagan with uh, with eight. Two scorers for Adelaide on 11. I'd suggest to you that would be Phillips and Marino, although... Uh, I'm only guessing that because this is multiple two. Yeah, yeah, and definitely Phillips and Marino both had 11 previously, so. As Abrams, Cunningham, Bibby, Bishop, Beatty come out onto the floor. Well, that's one B I don't have to contend with now <laughs> as, as uh, Bishop sits down. Milner goes to Penaluna, right side over the top to Jordan. Jordan just uh, being watched closely by Bibby. Zoe Carr over the top and Beatty now has a foul called. I think that's only her third personal. I think that'll be no, her. No, that'll be a fourth personal. No, second personal. Second personal. Yeah, she sorry. only had one, yeah, one second half personal. time. It was Bishop that was the uh, one that was in trouble. Yeah, that's right. Who's sitting down now. Inbound ball from Glorbert. Oh, the ball went to Abrams' hands, but she must have had a toe on the line. And Globitz will get a second chance. Goes to Jordan, then off to Milner on the uh, 45. But she is on the left wing. She's that far away. Milner goes to Carr. Cunningham watching her. Gets it to Globitz. Abrams just making it hard for the inbound pass. Into the corner now. Jordan thought about the three. Moves up to the lane. Has to go outside to Penaluna. Goes back to Carr. Beattie watching her. Goes over the top. Milner for three. Oh, it was short off the side of the iron. 
Jordan tried to put it back. She put it in under the uh, under the backboard. And I think Bolina are going to get the ball back as it was a bit of a wrestle after that ball bounced down and fell into Capitals and over the, over the baseline. So Glorbert's now looking to come inside again. Goes to Milner. Driving baseline. Then gets it across to Glorbert. Glorbert's bounce pass. Ah, oh, Abrams, too experienced. Gets in front of Penaluna. Worked around the body there. Gives it to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua on the 45. Bounce pass to Cunningham. Outside to Beattie. 45. Abrams had an eternity to put the shot up. Beattie gets the put back and she's fouled by Glorbert. Got a piece of Beattie's hand there. No doubt about that. Uh, Glorbitz might have tried to summit and wipe me look as much as she liked, but I even would have uh, ruled that one a foul. <laughs> yeah, look, and, and I think that's the frustration foul from Desi. She just, you know, defensively, Bullina breaking down quite badly at the moment. They really need to get together and play better as a unit. doesn't seem like there's much communication happening out there, and, uh, you know, they just got to step up the pressure and do the job as a group. Emma Randall with 14 points leads... For Bulleen, two of the Capitals on 16 as BTO oh, gets them to drop. 60 plays 40 here at Southern Cross Stadium. 20-point lead and Cheryl Chambers is left thinking, what can she do to stop the rot here? Just uh, looking at the scorers, 16, Bishop and Bibby. So, leading scorers on the floor for the Canberra Transact Capitals. As Penaluna drives baseline, gives it to Milner. Milner's pass was ambitious, looking to go to Parker. Bevel Aqua had it land in her hands. Bibi lines up for three from the left wing. And the Capitals, 23 points. Yeah, look, Bibi's stroking it tonight. You know, any open space and she's going to take it and she's going to make it. Oh, um, good work from Parker. Got uh, got ringside of Bevel Aqua, but stopped. I can't believe she stopped. She had got Bevelacqua out of position. In the end, she did draw the foul as uh, Bevelacqua reached in, but it was more because she stopped that Bevelacqua ended up reaching in. It's a first personal Bevelacqua. Inbound ball goes to Jordan. She has to go back to Parker. Milner will get it on the left wing for the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers. 23 points, four minutes left in this quarter. Milner picks up the dribble, drives down the left lane. Oh, the layup doesn't go over the top of Caitlin Cunningham. Cunningham gets the rebound, bounce pass immediately off to Bevel Aqua. In the corner again, it's Bibby all net. No, all air. Oh, all air, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Called that one too soon. It looked good off the hand. Jordan brings it down now. Pull up. Jumper outside the arc. Beattie does the rebounding and nothing's going Bulleen's way tonight. They've gone run and gun. Have Bulleen, but it's just not falling their way. Beattie um, on the charity stripe. Cunningham inside out. Hurst back to Bibby again. They're going to have to tighten up. Oh, Beattie just slapped over the top of Penaluna that time and yeah. put it over the baseline. Look, if nothing else, Bulleen are going to have to obviously defend those perimeter shooters and that time down the floor, you know, the, well, the last couple of times down the floor, they've just given the open look from the perimeter. I think Beattie's going to have a rest now and they're going to have Hayes and Cunningham out there. That's an interesting lineup for the Caps. 23 points they lead by Zoe Carr, backs it into the paint, tries to go over the top of Cunningham and is able to bank it in. Did a good job of getting Cunningham in the air and then just stepped through on that one. Hurst now fakes the pass. Cunningham almost got... Oh, Cunningham cutting to the uh, paint. Goes outside to Bevelacqua. Cunningham now tries to set the screen for Bibby. Lobs over the top, but Penaluna slaps it away. Yeah, look, Bulleen have gone into his zone. The Caps have just uh, got to look to take their own options. On that penetration, Bibby had the open shot. As Jordan goes to Penaluna. Penaluna cross to Milner. Milner has to fetch it. 
Backs away. She's almost at the centre circle now. Pull up for three. Oh, net from Milner. She just drove it down to the arc and then put it up. Yeah, it looked good out of their hand. And there wasn't much else happening for her, actually. So she really was stuck in a situation where her only option was to look to take the three herself. 63-45. 19 points for Jess Bibby is the leading scorer. Cunningham outside to Bevilacqua. Inside to Beattie. And Beattie's just body strength there. Move Penaluna and Jordan out the way to make the shot. Yeah, look, great use of her body. She's really strong. She kept her um, base really strong. And oh... Bevelacqua hasn't hit the floor yet, but no, the Cubs are Dane doing it has easy. not started, Craig. No, time out. Oh, major changes here as Bibby, Cunningham and Beattie sit down. Sinclair, Hayes, and who else came out there? Abrams. And Abrams, Abrams come back out for the Capitals. Long pass. Penaluna gets the inbound ball. This time she converts the Jackson play. Used the height advantage that time. That's right. Yeah. Abrams now on the 45. Glorbert's watching her. Long pass. Goes up to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua tried to put the shot up. Almost called Hayes for three seconds in the key. She has the ball in hand now, and the foul will go on Penaluna. Again, you know, offensive rebounds. Uh, you know, it's a problem for Balloon. They just keep giving them up, and, uh, you know, opportunities are created. Krista will go the line now, and hopefully she'll make them both. 65 plays, 47. A minute 33, Penaluna sitting down. For the bullying Melbourne boom as Cross White comes back into the game. 65-47 and Hayes. Oh, first one's hard off the back of the iron. Next. A little bit cold perhaps. Yeah, well, she hasn't had much time tonight. Second shot goes up. Just looking at the box score there, Krista Hayes has had a full 2 minutes and 20 seconds in the game. So, Milner now. Trying to wrong foot Abrams. Goes over to Crosswhite. Crosswhite to Carr. Carr needs to start scoring when she's in there. She's getting mismatches. She had Hurst on her that time. Carr chasing the rebound. Hayes comes up with it and gives it off to Hurst who brings it straight down the centre of the floor. Abrams set up on the right side. Oh, she could have gone. Bounce pass, pass Parker. Sinclair gets it. Then Hayes. Hayes over the top. Then goes to Bevilacqua. Gives it to Hurst. Across Abrams. Drives. Carries it all the way. Changed hands to go for a, uh, a right-handed layup as she was carrying the ball in the left. Didn't come off and the ball goes over the baseline. Yeah, but it was good ball movement against the zone by the Capitals then. They got an inside-outside. Got a good skip pass to Abrams who was able to penetrate but just not able to finish off at the end. Capitals leading 66-47 here inside the last minute. 38 seconds. Bounce pass to Carr. Car. Oh, she's looking for options outside. Turns around in the paint and nails the, uh, well, I don't know, it was a finger roll in the end. <laughs> it wasn't a jump shot and it wasn't a layup. It was too far out to be a layup. Well, that's right. It was a little bit of a finger roll. So, you know, Zoe Carr, when she's getting her opportunities, she seems to be able to make something of it. But they've been few and far in between tonight. And she's had, a, you know, had to take probably a larger role than she's uh, used to with Emma being out for so she makes the bonus. 66 plays, 51, uh, 66 plays 50 here as a 16-point ball game. Hayes, top of the arc. Milner watching her. There's a mismatch. Abrams gives the bevel aqua back to Abrams as Hurst pulls up at the charity stripe, hits the front of the iron. Rebounding there. Sinclair couldn't quite pull it in. And Milner has it for Bulleen. Nine seconds left. Eight seconds. They're into the front court now. 
Milner, oh, tries to left lane, goes all the way, but can't bank it in. Crosswhite puts it back on the buzzer. 52, play 66, the Capitals, with a 14-point lead at the final break. Yeah, look, Bulletin were um, down by 19 at one point in that quarter, so they've managed to claw back some points. Admittedly, it's probably been during the time when the, most of the bench has been on for the Capitals, but um, they're doing a good job. The zone has disrupted the Capitals. They've struggled a little bit to find scoring options. Bibby was busting it open a little bit when she had that nice little hot streak from the three-point arc, but... Um, since uh, Beattie's gone off the floor and there hasn't been quite the presence inside for the Capitals, then they've struggled offensively against this zone. In Melbourne, it's closing up 67-63, to 63, the Rangers and the Lightning. Sportradio.com.au, the proud home of the Canberra Capitals radio network. We hope you're enjoying this game, no matter where around the world you might be listening. It has been a good one if you're a Capitals fan. If you're a Melbourne Bulleen Boomer fan, you might have switched off at about uh, half time. We hope you haven't, because uh, there's been some... Good moments for bullying. It's just unfortunately rebounding is a key in the game of basketball and they have not been on song tonight. No, they haven't. And it'll be interesting to see what the three-quarter time stats show us in terms of what the boards are looking like. But, um, you know, and the thing is that bullying, they're only 14 down and they have got Emma Randall to bring back into the game. And, you know, you, you just got a player. Let's have a look at this rebound. Oh, you know, it's evened out a bit, actually. It's 26 to 23, the total rebound count. It just seems that, you know, the Capitals continue to get offensive boards. So, uh it's looking pretty good. And we look at the shooting percentages. They're now sitting at 56% from the three-point line. The Capitals are 48% from the field. And where are we over there? 43 and 40% from, um, from Bulleen. So shooting percentage is a bit of a difference too. Carr, Randall, Glorbitz, Milner and Parker for Bulleen to start this final term. It's Hurst, Abrams, Bevilacqua, Bishop and Beattie. The Caps going with the starting five. Leading scorer, Jess Bibby with 19, 16 for Abby Bishop and 12 for Tracy Beattie. As Bulleen starts the quarter with a nice two-pointer. Hurst brings the ball down the right wing. Looking around just for an opportunity here. She's still on the right wing. Parker defending her. Abrams back to Hurst. Hurst inside to Bishop. Turnaround jump shot. Comes off the iron. Zoe Carr pulls down the rebound. And here's a chance to make a bit of a run for Bulleen. Goes to Parker, back to Milner, over the top to the car. Car can shoot a three, not showing that confidence. Oh, now she does. There was Beattie who sat off her a long way. You talked her into it, Craig. I did. <laughs> As Hurst brings it back, and I'm sorry, that ends the uh, Pauline run, perhaps. <laughs> Beattie can make a three, but she gives it off to Bishop in the paint. Dumps off over the top to Bevelacqua, who goes straight back to Beattie. The arm was called a charge. And, uh, well, that was a good call by, uh, that's Travis, isn't it? No, but that's Damien, Damien Nesmith. Nesmith. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, Travis Haslam, that's isn't he? <laughs> here tonight. That, that's consistent because it was Randall earlier who picked up her fourth on that same sort of hook play and, and they've called that there on Zoe. So at least they've been consistent with it. It's good to see. Parker's been isolated here. Has to go to Carr. She thought about the three again. No one is picking her up. Randall. Three-second violation oh, they've called there. called for a three. <laughs> it's a pretty critical time to call a three-second violation in the game when, you know, Cheryl Chambers is quite rightly questioning, you know, yeah, we'll the see. merit in that one. Randall 
Having to do some D now as Abrams. Oh, Randall just takes position, hands it off immediately to Milner, who wasn't ready. Had Abrams running with a Glorbert missed the opportunity to go for the three, pulls up at the low post, puts up an air ball, and that'll be good enough to get a two shots. It'll be Bevelacqua's second personal foul for mine. Yeah. And uh, I think Carrie Graff's called a timeout here to talk about the uh, Caps' offensive play. The Bulleen Boomers have stayed in this zone, and it's really doing a good job for them. So. Uh, Gary Graff will be talking about that at the timeout, I'd imagine, and just talking to the girls a little bit about making sure that, you know, when they're in the half-court game, that they're getting the right options, that they're looking to, you know, go inside when it's right, kicking it back outside and taking the open ones, but also to look to put the ball on the floor and penetrate against that zone. And hopefully, you know, by doing that, if you draw one line of defence, then you'll find a big to dump to. If they don't come to you, you've got the short-range jumper in the... Just get your feet in the paint and you've got the short Jumper. Talk to me about this. Tracy Beatty shooting at 71%. She has made 5 from 7. Abby Bishop is shooting at 55%, 6 from 11. Tell us about the Hakwa, 100, but that's 2 from 2. Um, 29% for Natalie Hurst, 2 from 7. That would be disappointing for Hurst, who, as I look to her season to date stats as they come up on the screen for me, uh, Natalie Hurst is shooting at 51%. Yeah. For the season. For the season, and she's a little down tonight on hers. But, you know, Tracy's five from seven, and I'd say the seven shots she's taken have all been good choices. And, uh, you know, that, that makes a big difference. If you're taking shots that are the right ones to take, generally you'll shoot at a higher percentage. Desi Glorbitz now at the line, makes the first of two as uh, Kerry Graff just decides to ice the shooter there. Caps with two team fouls on them. Bulleen with none, and it's back to a 10-point ball game. So it's closing up with the last 8 minutes and 25 seconds of the game about to be played out. Goes to Bevelacqua, inside to Cunningham, outside to Beattie, then off to Abrams on the perimeter. Bounce pass across. Good oh, good choice by uh, Cunningham, but it looks like Beattie has drawn the foul out of Glorbitz. Glorbitz again with the... Sh- the uh, Summerton what me. I guess I shouldn't say the Summerton what me. She doesn't play in the league she anymore. She doesn't play in the league anymore, no. But it certainly was made famous by her. Good ball movement by the Capitals there. They got a, some really good ball movement. They got some good triangles happening and then they got the reversal and, and uh, you know, fed high and Caitlin just saw Tracy dropping low and cutting low and nailed her with the pass. It was a good job. Beatty shooting 71% oh, from the free throw line for the season has missed both. So still a 10-point ball game here as we watch Bulleen bring it down. Zoe Carr watched by Cunningham. Cunningham just watches the ball go over the top. Randall takes on Beatty and will shoot for two. Randall, Randall is key here. The longer she stays on the floor, the more chance and hope you give Bulleen oh, pulling this one out. Absolutely. I mean, she does a number of things for him. One is she gets on the glass. The second thing is she's an offensive threat inside for him. And defensively, you know, it makes it much more difficult for the Capitals inside. Not shooting two there. Randall will put it in anyway. Shoots over the top of Cunningham and Beatty. I thought that was a shooting foul and certainly it was signal. I think they just called it early, so... Okay. Hurst now brings it round the perimeter. Bevelac was in the corner. Nonchalance, a couple of look-away passes there. Cross-court, gives it to Abrams. 
drives in. Milner gets a hand in there. It'll be a jump ball. Abrams. Oh, she needs to give it off. Gives it up to Beattie. That should have been a jump ball for mine. Beattie finishes off. Crowd didn't agree with me. No, they're going to stop and... Uh, I think because... Cheryl Chambers is saying the same thing. That was a jump ball. <laughs> if not a treble, she was sliding on the ground. Well, I don't know. Anyway, that's, the ref didn't that's call it. That's a dodgy travel call if ever I've seen one, but uh, I've, I've seen a call. They determined that, you know, that she doesn't, her feet aren't her pivot feet because she took, fell to the ground before she picked up the ball, so, you know. But I thought if you were sliding on the ground in position of the ball, that's travel. Yeah, but she wasn't sliding, was she, Craig? <laughs> Not enough to get the call. Not enough to get the call, obviously. <laughs> As Randall drives down the right lane. Oh, in heavy traffic and Beattie has called. Wrecked up another one. Yeah, that will be her fourth personal foul by my stats. It may well be, but importantly, it's also the Capitals' fourth team foul for the quarter. So from here on in, you know, Bulleen will go to the line. And that's nice. Seven minutes to go. That's a danger for the Capitals. A ten-point ball game with Randall making the first. It's down to a nine. Lisa Penaluna just getting addressed by Cheryl Chambers as she gets ready to check back in. Oh, Randall misses the second. Carr comes up with the rebound, gives it to Jordan. Cross to the centre circle, it goes to Milner. Now it's Randall on the left side. Carr again, oh, almost double dribble there. As it's Jordan, uh, foul off the ball. Zoe Carr goes to the line. And it will be, I think... uh, Cunningham's second personal. I think they might have called it. It's actually a third foul now. I think that'll be Randall going to the line because I think what they've called is that there was in the paint on the post up that there was a hold from from Bibby. Was that? Did they give that one to Bibby? They certainly showed three fouls, and that would mean it'd have to be uh, Bibby because uh, Cunningham was only on one. Yeah, I think they called it on Bibby collapsing down onto the post. Randall makes the first and the second. We're down to a seven-point ball game. Mm. 68 plays 61, six minutes and 53 seconds, and it's got to be cleaned by the Caps because Bulleen walked the floor every time. They foul out around now. Bishop outside to Bevilacqua. Fakes the three, goes baseline, has got Bishop in the paint, can't get the poor pass to her. Four seconds left, lob over the top. BT, yes, beautiful Jay. Absolutely, you know, three seconds on the clock. Good pass from her to her in the paint. She had the poise to be able to just balance herself and get a nice soft finish. Nat Hurst learned a lot from Kristen Beal in her early days at the club, and that one of those things was the bullet tracer pass, wasn't it? <laughs> That's it. Zoe Carr has it down low, goes outside to Randall, and Randall is called on the travel. 70 plays, 61. And Randall not happy with that call, but, well, it was there to be made. Another case where it's a long way to the ground for that first bounce. It is. Beatty gets it on the top of the arc. Goes to Bibby. Goes. Oh, Bishop faking the three. Dumps over the top to Beatty. Gives it off to Hurst. Hurst doesn't go for the three that time. Pulls up the elbow. Gives it back. Low post. Is and Beatty gets the travel call. That was in the mouth when I heard the whistle there because I thought Randall had moved into Beatty's space. Yeah, Capitals are now going into a zone defensively, just mixing it up to see if they can contain Randall. I assume that's where the danger is. Glorbitz goes inside a Randall bounce pass to Jordan. Reverse layup blocked by Beatty, and Beatty is called on the foul. 
I think they've just called it out of bounds, Craig. Doesn't look like oh, they okay. signaled a foul there. Behini almost gave herself up. Milner for three on the inbound Ooh, pass. Back it to was a good one. It's six-point game, 70 to 64. Five minutes and 25 seconds left. Hurst cutting baseline, doesn't go her way. Goes to Beatty around the perimeter, gives it to Bibby. Bibby tries to the elbow, leaves the ball behind. Oh, I thought that one might have been a double dribble then. But she was still in the motion. Hurst jacks it up as she drives. That was great penetration. Terrific penetration and she was really strong with her body. She took a couple of bumps and had a nice finish on that. Glorberts, Milner, 72, play 64. Oh. Inside, Randall gets it off the car and car finishes. 72, play 66. Defensive breakdown by the Caps there. Focused on Randall and just didn't think about what was happening on the other floor. Fisher fake the three, then goes outside to Hurst. Ball slapped away, and Milner comes up with it. Bishop now is making him think she's been hitting a few threes, and that's great to see because now when she pumps the shot from outside the arc, it does mean that the defence has to stay with her. Jordan puts up a three, wrestles inside the paint, eventually falls the Bulleen's way. 72-66, the crowd getting behind this game as Milner wrong foots Hurst, shot off the glass as the shot clock ran down. And Bibby comes up with a rebound. This is a critical position here. The Capitals really need to get a score this time down the floor. Oh, it's too easy at the elbow. Oh. No, the shot didn't fall from Beatty. She misses one that you just normally give her. And Glorbitz carries it down now as it is Milner. Milner looking around the arc, going to Carr in the paint. Puts the shot up over the top of Beatty. That's right. Tough finish there, and Carr's doing a good job. Capitals are getting so focused on Randall defensively that it's creating some space. Well, I said earlier that Carr is a focal point as Bishop puts up a three. Doesn't fall. Hurst couldn't pull down the rebound. Jordan brings it down. Jordan hands off to Randall. Randall can't make the layup. Bishop pulls it in. So the Randall just missing that final final play there. Or final pass. Hurst. Bevelacqua, BT on the elbow, left side, outside. Oh, Bibby's got an eternity and nails it. That hurts. That hurts. That's back out to eight points, you know, three minutes to go. Milner brings it down the right wing now. 75-68. Goes to Jordan. Jordan goes to Glorbert. Over the top. Randall's on the baseline for three. Oh, yeah, ball. It was, well, a bit too much in at that time. And yeah, probably not the shot that you'd want to take in that situation. Certainly not. Both teams shooting in the 40s. 49 to the Caps, 44% to Bulleen. As Bishop over the top. Hurst penetration good again. And a nice bounce pass. Beatty just not finishing off at the moment. She's ruined her average. Yes. As Carr, oh, Carr, try. Oh, Beatty's been called for a late foul on... Zoe Carr. I yeah. don't, Zoe Carr's going to go to the line here. Yeah. And that gives Caps a chance. Penaluna's going to come in on the shooter here as a timeout's being called by the Capitals. And that will be the fourth foul, I think, on Tracy Beatty. Just looking at the score. No, it's a fifth. It's a fifth. So that means they're going to have to go to Krista Hayes or, or to Cunningham. Or Cunningham. They could give up a bit of height, try and go for Sinclair. But, gee, they haven't given her a lot of minutes. The only one that would be really warm is Cunningham. Well, that's right. I mean, the, de- the decision that uh, Carrie will have to make is whether she's going to go with a big or go with a slightly smaller player. 
um, and rely on you know some smarts to get them through. Uh, the, the problem is that you've still got Randall out there, you've got Penaluma coming in, um, you know, and that's some pretty tall timber to compete with. And Bulleen have been doing a good job on the glass in how the many, quarter. How many minutes has Randall been sitting on four fouls for now? She oh, certainly yeah. had four fouls at the half, didn't she? She, where are we? Remember uh, Randall? No, she had three, three at, at the, the half, half, but she got her fourth really early, early in, in the third, third quarter. So, you know, and she's been playing... Um, well, we can tell from a minutes between the two quarters. At uh, the three-quarter time mark, she had played 11 minutes for the game. At half-time, she had played 8.826. Sinclair's come in for Beattie. Pendaluma hasn't gone onto the floor. No, I thought she was coming in for the shooter, but they might have cha- they might have cancelled the sub. Yeah, looks like they may have. Carr's been hot, too. Carr's like, been good. I, like, I've always been a big fan of Zoe Carr's uh, since she was at the IAS. Just... Hadn't sort of found her niche yet, and as we said earlier, she has been a bit of a a, a journeyman or journeywoman, as the case may be. She makes both 5.4 game. This is the closest we've seen. Bulling, they have just ground this one out of the Capitals. Bevilacqua, Bibi, Bevilacqua, Hurst now on the left side. Back to Bevilacqua. Oh. Bishop has to take a few of those threes. She's faked every time she's got the ball. Hurst driving baseline, outline to Bibby, and Bibby finally misses a three-point attempt. Jump ball is going to be in favour of the uh, Capitals. I can't see the arrow from here. No, I can't either. Zoe Carr and uh, Emma Randall were trying to point it in the way of their bullying Melbourne Boomers, but uh, it wasn't to be. Setting up here. Sitting on five team fouls are the Capitals on two uh, on two team fouls on the internet, but only one team foul on the scoreboard. Two minutes and four seconds left. Five points is a close one. It is. Caps will want to get a good offensive set here, just to get a good good look at it. Bibby's got the ball on the left hand side. It started on the right. Sinclair fakes the pump. Yeah, going to Bevlak who dribbles it out of play. Well, she's bumped on the penetration. They've called Zoe Carr on a foul there. That'll be Zoe Carr, I think, third. Could be second here. Second, sorry. Second foul. It'll be in from the baseline, though. Only the second team foul on Bulleen. Cheryl's Angels in this last quarter. Bounce pass from Bevilacqua, who got the inbound pass. Gives it to Hurst. Hurst has to pull up at the elbow when Randall gets to her. Now it's in the hands through Bevilacqua to Bibby. Bibby at the uh, free throw line. Oh, it jumps up on the back of the iron. Glorbitz brings down the rebound. Glorbitz takes it, pushes it out, goes for a three-point fake. Was Jordan goes back to Karen Milner with 15 seconds. Just settles things down. Caps in the zone. Randall gives Milner a screen, then rolls off. Now tries to take it down baseline. Pulls up on a dribble. Goes back outside to Milner. Oh, Jordan inside. Oh, just dishes it off to Randall. Great play. Three-point ball game with a minute and 14 left. Bulleen have not stayed, said die here. Bibby in the corner. Goes back to Hurst. Like to see Hurst jack up a three. They're falling off her at the moment. As Bevilacqua gets it on the far side. Goes back to Bibby. Goes to Hurst now on the left-hand wing. Hurst drives into the paint. Goes out to Bibby. Bibby off the side of the iron. Randall pulls in the rebound. 
It's all dried up for the Cats. They haven't got an inside presence with Feedy off the floor and they're not knocking anything down from perimeter. It's creating some real problems. 40 seconds left. 39 now as Milner goes into the corner to Carr. Carr goes back to Milner. In the paint. Lobbert banks it in and's got the foul. Cold on Peter Sinclair. She'll go to the line to tie it all up with 32.7 seconds left. Cheryl Chambers can't believe it. <laughs> The we Caps will have overtime. second personal foul on Peter Sinclair if that is who they called it on. I think it must be because she was the only one close to Glorbert as she laid it in. Critical foul shot here. Perth talking to Kerry uh, Graff on the side as the ball comes in. Now two plays left in the game. Caps go right side to Bevilacqua. 75 points apiece. It's Hurst. Looking for Bibby. Bibby to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua had time to think about the three-point shot. Nine seconds left. Bevilacqua from the top of the iron. And it could be Glorbert now down the right wing. No, she pulls up in the backcourt. Gives it to Milner. Had seven seconds left. They cannot foul the Capitals. Milner zigzags. Carr. Carr puts it up. On the buzzer. We're all tied up. We're going to overtime. And Zoe Carr's hook shot was on the ring as the buzzer went and it is overtime here at Southern Cross oh Stadium. Boy. What a comeback by Boleyn. Oh look, Boleyn have done an absolutely fantastic job and hey, you know, Zoe Carr's done a really terrific job but full credit to Emma Randall. She's played with those four fouls. I think she played that entire quarter, Craig. I don't think she sat out and she really carved them up inside. Tracy beating foul, fouling out has really made it difficult for the Capitals offensively because this Boleyn Boomer zone, we've struggled against it when we haven't got an inside target and and, you know, we've dried up from the perimeter. We were, we were okay while Bibby was stroking at it from the perimeter, but when it dried up, it created some problems for us. So, you know, and the, tr- the trouble here for the Capitals is that our foul count continues. They still have five team fouls, and they will be sending Bulleen to the line every time they foul. 75 points apiece here as we have a minute before. Overtime begins here at Southern Cross Stadium. It has been a, uh, oh well, it's been a game of halves. The middle, second and third quarter was all Canberra Capitals. The first and the third certainly were in Bulleen's favour, even though the scoreboard doesn't say that. Canberra held to nine points in that, uh, in that term. 23 points for the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers. A, a fantastic effort by them. And look at this, you know, the Bulleen are doing such a good job on the glass now. They're out-rebounding the Capitals, and they've overtaken them in the offensive rebounding category. So, you know, that's really good. Shooting percentages have dropped a little bit. Uh, Capitals are down to 45% for the game and 47% from three-point range. Hayes, Bishop, Bibby, Hurst and Bevilacqua coming out. Kelly Abrams not out there at the moment. They need some height, but they want speed because they've got to count, counteract Milner and also Jordan. So if they're going with Hurst, they want Bevilacqua for the experience there. They have to have Bibby for the shooting. That means they need height. Abrams has to sit out in game 201, the yeah. captain. As it is dumped over the top, inside two... Car outside to Randall. Zoe uh, Jordan gets the rebound and it will be Bulleen with a second possession. Car gets it again. I'd have Abrams on the floor. 
Dorbett's to Randall. It's short. And Bishop comes up with it now. Still 75 points apiece. Bibby and Bishop. Then it goes to Bevilacqua. Cross courts to Bibby. Now it's her. She had an eternity. It was a three. And the Capitals hit the front. If you're going to make one, now's a great time to make one. I had a toe on the line when she put that shot up. It was a close call. Emma Randall. She could have landed on the line after the jump, I guess. <laughs> Randall goes to Carr. Oh, Bishop pushed on Carr then, and Carr couldn't get the layup. Carr does well. Nicole oh, foul. she's been called for the foul. The crowd going wild here at Southern Cross Stadium, and Zoe Carr has been called for the foul. She reached in on Bishop as she was trying to strip the ball. Penaluna called into the game now. Abrams has come in for Bibby as well. I think that's a smart move. She's a good defensive player, a smart thinker, and, you know, she'll do the job for him. Yeah. Bevilacqua, Bishop, now to Abrams. Abrams can shoot the three. Don't worry about it. Bishop goes for the three. It's all there. And the Caps score for six points of overtime. That's a heartbreaking, a heartbreaker. For She's been pump-breaking all night. She has. She oh, has. I think she might have made one earlier. We'll <laughs> go to the box score. And check that out. As the ball, Bevelacqua tips it over the side. 80 plays, 76. So they've only credited that. They've only credited one of those two three-pointers as a two. As a two, yeah. So yeah. I, Bishop had made one earlier in the game. She had made one. I don't think that was a three then. They must have called a foot on the line. Zoe Carr subs out after a big night from the former capital, former AAS, former Perth Lynx player. She's had an important night too. She's done a great job for them. Glorbert's looking for an inbound pass. Finds Milner now. Five points of difference. Three minutes and 23. Goes to the right-hand side. Glorbert. Caps have to be tired. They played the AS in a thriller last night. It's Petaluna in the paint. Oh, bounces off the back of the iron. And Bishop again does the rebounding. Important to stay on the boards. Bishop's done a good job. She's picked up two or three rebounds in this couple of minutes. Bishop now getting close to another double-double. Abrams has the ball in hand. Penaluna watching her. Randall watching Hayes. As Bishop... Oh, the pass was going towards her in the corner, but Penaluna cut it off. Milner brings it down the floor. Milner has a chance to go herself. She loses it. Kicks it back to Jordan, who fakes the three. Jordan pulls up the elbow now. Still plenty of time as Krista Hayes reaches in. Slaps away. That'll send Randall to the line. Yeah, absolutely. Krista was just a little caught out of position there and... Lunged for the ball as the entry pass was made and she'll send a Randall to the line. Randall's been pretty good from the line tonight. Emma Randall, 21 points for the game. 13 Six points for Milner. 7 from the line. Like 11 for stats. Carr. Rebound, 7 for Randall. Tracy Beattie has pulled down 9. Bishop has got 7. And Natalie Hurst, 5. Oh, she missed one. She missed it. So oh. I guess Bishop isn't as close to the uh, double-double as I had credited her with. She missed the second, but they've still got the ball. Four-point ball game as Milner, waiting for the screen, goes to Penaluna. Penaluna just backed out of Bishop. Jordan has to come back as Hayes got a hand in there. Jordan carries it all the way, and it was a tight little... It wasn't a layup, it was a jump shot <laughs> on motion. She was surprised that she had that much open space. It just opened up. Yeah. It was like the parting of the Red Sea here at the Southern Cross Stadium. People in Canberra will understand the <laughs> reference. As it's Hayes over to Bevelacqua. Joel loses the handle on it. Tapped away by Milner. Milner. It was a call. 
I just saw she lost that Turn on the shot clock here, so the captain is going to have to get a good out-of-bounds set from here. Inbound to Hurst, then around the arc, gives it to Bevilacqua, who goes back to Abrams, bounce pass, Hayes, jump shot over the top of Randall. Randall pulls down the defensive rebound, and with one minute and 54 seconds left, the Capitals lead by two. Glorbitz now on the right 45. Bevelak were watching her. Glorbitz, oh, I thought she's going to go a three herself. Goes off, gives it to Penaluna, then to Jordan. Jordan bounce pass to Randall. Jordan gets it back. Jordan drives into the paint. Penaluna gets the bounce pass, and Penaluna finishes off. Up again. Yeah. <laughs> one minute and 34 seconds left. Hurst playing the carrier. Bring it down that right-hand wing. Hurst, back to the top of the arc. Bishop then gives it off to Abrams. Bishop cuts to the paint. Oh, she keeps the dribble going. Has to outlet it to Bevilacqua. Six seconds left. Bounce pass. Bevilacqua goes to Abrams. Back to Bevilacqua. And Bevilacqua makes the shot. Caps lead by two. Still a minute ten. Plenty of time. That's right. And nothing's looking easy for the Caps offensively at the moment. It was good to get the score, but gee, it was hard for him. As Jordan puts the ball on the floor, goes to Penaluna. Penaluna pump fakes a few times, goes eventually to Glorbert. Bevelak almost got a piece of that. Milner, thumbs up. Five seconds left. Yes. Oh, Milner goes all the way, makes it in with 50 seconds left. Great layup by Milner there. Great work by Bulleen. 40 seconds left. Inside to Bishop. She bangs it in off the glass. And Caps lead. As timeout has been called by Bulling Boomers. Bulling doing nothing wrong. Absolutely. They're doing a great job there. You know, that was just a good seal by Bishop, a good entry feed and a nice finish. Nothing you can do about that. You've got two possessions left in this game. You've got, what, 40 seconds on the clock. Bulling's at the ball. They're two down. They're going to have to come down. And, you know, I don't know what Cheryl will be saying to him. Is she looking for a free? Is she looking for the... You know, the two points, I'd be going, just give us the two, tie it up, and we'll play it out, I guess, do you say, in this situation, not having been in it, but I know you have <laughs> been, Michelle, in this situation, do you say, three if it's there on an immediate, like, run and gun, hit the three if you're open. If you have to grind down the clock, then it's whatever is open. But yeah. you're obviously looking to have Randall take position inside to Absolutely. finish. If you can get it in early to Randall, you want to be going there. If the so even if it's a two-point open, yeah, you take it. Yeah, Tie you get back there up. and you've just got to play some hard, tough D. Remember, Bulleen have got some fouls to play with so they can stop the clock if they need to and they can just play it out for the... Hopefully, you It's know, going to be a big foul they're going to have to make, though. A big, obvious foul, like a bear hug or something like that, yeah, to yeah. make sure they get the clock stopped quickly. These guys will have, you know, they'll have drilled this sort of stuff at training where they know exactly what they're doing, exactly what they're going to, and, and what the rules are. Jordan Milner, Glorbitz, Randall, and Penaluna for Bulleen. It's Hurst, Abrams, Hayes. Critical board here. Yep, and also Bevelacqua and Bishop. Jordan taking her time now, running the clock down. Glorbert looking to go inside. Hayes knocks it over the baseline. 28 seconds, 13 on the shot clock. So it's still two possessions. Still two possessions. As, uh, oh, Coach Kerry Graff is saying, I called a timeout only if they only scored. Only if they score. They didn't score. They credited. Now, I thought you could cancel a timeout. Well, you can't once the, the team... bench has called it. Okay. Years ago, you used to be able to cancel a timeout before the teams had gone back. 
But maybe the ref had called it and that's no. why you couldn't. Can't cancel it. Now, I, I don't know. I think the rule is that... Bill Brown used to be a classic. He'd call a timeout when they were all there. He'd talk to them on the sideline because they'd gather quick and then go cancel. Because <laughs> he will have said what he wanted to say before, yeah. before they had time to do it. 84 plays, 82. 13 seconds on the shot clock, 28 seconds on the game clock. This is the... Canberra Transact Capitals Radio Network coverage of the Capitals versus the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers at Southern Cross Stadium. The crowd went silent and everyone heard what Coach Kerry Graff was saying that time. You could have heard a pin drop when that timeout was called. Now, one apiece. That is the one and only she can use. She right. can stop the clock, but it sends bullying to the line. Well, she. The Capitals can stop the clock, but it sends bullying to the line. That's bullying right. can stop the clock twice now before they're... Well, once before they send the Capitals to the line, they're on three team fouls. That's right. It's a costly position the Caps got themselves in, but I think they've only had two trips to the line since they went to five team fouls. Glorbus looking to inbound it. That's three seconds. She has to throw it. It was great defense. Penaluna gets it. Ten seconds left. Jordan backing away from Hurst. Now takes her on. Penaluna gives her the screen. Goes back. They're looking for the win. Oh, it rattles off the iron. And the Capitals have the clock stopped as Glorbus immediately bear hugs Kelly Bevelacqua. The bullying were walking the floor there thinking that they had given up a foul. They had one more yet to give. 14.6 seconds. Caps lead by two. 84-82. They have the ball in hand. And basically, they just have to get into the front court. They've won the game. Well, that's right. And Bulleen are in a position now. They foul and they're going to uh, send it to the line. Yeah, and that's what they do. Kylie Jordan does the team thing. Because well, after the second time she makes the shot, hoping she misses one and leaves them with a three-point game, they get the ball back with now only 11.8 seconds. Situation? Make the first, get it to a three-point game, tank the second? Oh, no, take the, make the second, make them both. Make them both. Make them both. Four-point game. Four-point game and, you know, the best, make them both, you're up by four, the best Bulleen can do is knock down the three. And, well, you get possession, or you don't, you don't foul a three-point shooter, I'll tell you that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you can even give them the layup if you really well, want to. Oh, Hurst gets this one. It's down to a three-point potential game here. 11.8. Makes a second. And Emma Randall immediately gives it to Milner. Milner has Hurst working her on the back. She's in the front court now. Six seconds left. They have to go the three. Randall for the three. It's too hard. Off the side of the iron. And the Capitals win in overtime. 85 to 82. It will be a big win for the Capitals tonight as, well, Michelle Hocking gets ready to go and speak to some of the stars of this victory tonight. Cheryl Chambers naturally disappointed with the result, but it was a fantastic effort from Bulling who put their heart and soul into this game tonight. 85 to 82, the Capitals taking victory in overtime. Emil Randall put up the three-point attempt on the siren. Michelle Hocking going in now to have a chat to the Capitals as Bevelacqua and Abrams goes across court. We go to... Well, just Jess stick Bibby. with me here now. 
points. That's a good win for you guys to come away with. Look, you know, we set our sights on going to an Aussie and we have, but, you know, I think we were about 26 up and, you know, that's not good enough to let those guys back in. They're a good side and, you know, we'll learn a lot from the game tonight, but it's good just to get the win. Personally for you, you came out and you knocked down some big shots for the girls. It was really important for you to make them. Yeah, look, have the best start tonight. So, just sort of had to, had to bring something and, you know, I was lucky that my, my three was falling tonight. And the other good thing I thought was that the way that you guys really got together as a group went going, got tough and nailed down and got, got the job done in the end. Yeah, look, you have to in that situation. You know, we, we knew those guys wouldn't wouldn't give up and wouldn't quit and we knew that they'd come after us we weren't expecting the game to go to overtime but you know, that's the, the good thing about this group you know we're very close in this group and we get tight we know we can pull them out thanks a lot thanks very much to uh, Jess Bibby as uh, Michelle Hocking just trying to uh, keep moving around there keep going and bring us some more great interviews from the uh, sideline as uh, we just wait for Michelle to rejoin us once again. I uh, Hopefully we can get Thank Michelle you. back on. Well, good win. It was a good weekend. I mean, you know, I think we're now in second spot and that was our goal was to get two wins. Although we didn't really want it to end up as close as uh, what it turned out to be. I mean, we've got to learn to hold on to leads like that. I mean, we can't use excuses like fatigue because we played the night before. You know, it comes down to mental focus and that's something that we need to, to learn and, you know, come finals time, we need to be really on the mark with that. Pauline really did come back to you, back at you, and that zone that they threw at you disrupted you offensively quite considerably. It did. I mean, we became very stagnant, and, um, you know, we've played zones better before, and so we need to go back to the drawing board and, and work out why. Um, you know, but um, to their credit, they, they just kept, you know, plugging away, and they made some very, you know, very tough baskets and hit some outside shots, and, um, you know, they're, they're a great team. You know, there's not probably a lot of like a lot of standout names that you hear, you know, in other teams, but they play very well together, and, and that's a credit to them. Well, good job. Tully Bevilacqua there with Michelle Hocking as uh, she works her way around, hopefully to Kerry uh, uh, Graff. She's looking to try and get in there now. As uh, well, Graffy. Still having a chat with her coaching staff, also having a chat with the referees coordinator about her uh, calling of the timeout. Going now, well, Michelle is with Cheryl Chambers and uh, Cheryl Chambers. Cheryl Chambers, disappointing to not get that one, but you guys did a terrific job of coming back after being down by so much in the middle of the second quarter there. Yeah, look, really happy with the girls. You know, determination and the way they hung together and the way we came back. Just disappointed we let it go so far, I guess, you know. A um, few players getting in foul trouble really really hurt us in that second quarter and, and took us a really long way to bounce back. But, you know, at least we've, we've got... We know that we can, we can do it. It's just a matter of putting it together now. And that zone really disrupted the Capitals for a while there. Is that something that you've been doing a, a bit of, you know, mixing up your defences and throwing different stuff at, at teams? Yeah, we have. We're, we're, we've got a pretty versatile team, so we're able to throw a few different things in. And I guess if, if something's not working, you've got to try something else. So, um, you know, it, it helped us tonight at times. At times it didn't help us, but, um, you know, just a bit disappointing we couldn't get another three points. Yeah, it was pretty close, and Zoe Carr did a good job with Randall t- having to sit for a bit there when she got into foul trouble. Zoe came to life a little bit there and gave you some good offensive options, and defensively did a, a reasonable job at times. Yeah, look, Zoe's done a great job. I mean, we've got four bigs for the first time ever, so it's really nice to be able to, if someone's not firing or someone's in foul trouble, we've certainly got the depth to be able to do that. But it's great to see Zoe. She's been working hard and, and certainly you know, gave us some different options. 
Terrific. Thanks for that, Cheryl. As, uh, as Emma Randall looks to be the... Uh, as uh, Michelle Hocking goes over to Emma Randall. Emma Randall, 22. Emma, disappointing tonight. not to get the win, but really good to see you guys coming back so hard in that game. Yeah, it was. I mean, I think we were 16 down at the half and 14 down at three-quarter time, and to come back and put it into overtime was a great effort by the whole team. Absolutely, and you got into foul trouble early in that second quarter, I think it was, and had to spend some time on the bench. But when you did get out there, you played really smart and, and you know, was a presence offensively and defensively. Yeah, I mean, I, I got a couple of uh, uh, quick fouls, as you said, but, you know, frustrating watching from the bench, just wanting to get out there. And I'm like, sure, can I go on? She's like, you can't, you know, obviously you can't go on. You've got your third or your fourth. So um, it is frustrating, but, you know, getting back out there, I, I tried to run and I tried to, you know, be a presence because I knew I, I wasn't out there for long. But, you know, when I finally got out there, you know, as a group, we all, we all did really well and, and fought back and put it into overtime. Yeah, I think that's the thing that was most noticeable, that there was a real team effort by Bulleen. You looked much more comfortable as a group than the Capitals did. Um, you've obviously been gelling well and, and got a good feel with this group. Um, yeah, I mean, the girls, I didn't spend much of the pre-season here as I was overseas with the Opals, but um, coming back in straight away and, and the girls are, are, have adapted really well and we, we play well as a team and it's just putting four quarters together. I mean, our first half wasn't so good and we knew we weren't playing well, but you know, I think we showed we can p- compete with anyone in, in the fourth quarter and we've just got to be able to put the whole game together. Thanks for your time. Thank you. As uh, Michelle Hocking... As uh, Michelle Hocking is uh, now looking around... And, uh, well, looking at the Sharon Milner, 15 points... 12 points for Elise Penaluna and the Capitals, 22 for Bibby. Zoe Carr, back from... From Bulleen, sorry. Zoe, you're getting some good minutes and you're playing some really good ball. Are you enjoying your time at Bulleen? Yeah, I'm loving it. It's um, good being back home and being back with these girls again. So, yeah, and the, the minutes I'm getting, I'm really happy with. You did some really good work tonight. Offensively, you're finding, you know, holes and, and penetrating well against the, um, the bigs of, of Canberra. You're enjoying your time playing here. And is your game developing? Do you feel like you're, you know, really starting to make some inroads, I guess? Yeah, definitely. With um, tra- having to train against the tall timbers of like Elise and um, Emma, you got to find some other way to take it at them and score at practice. So it's definitely been helping. And this group, I was just saying to Emma, seems to be gelling really well and has a really good feel. You guys were down by 20 um, partway through that game, and just you could just see the persistence and, and the team effort was really good. It's obviously got a good feel. Yeah, everyone. Everyone gets along, we're, we're all here for the right reasons and it's not about who scores 30 points, we just want to win. So it, we've shown in the last two games now that when the going gets tough, well, we get going. So Thanks for your time. As Zoe Carr speaking with Michelle Hocking, who I think will get to Graffy as she heads over that way now. Just looking at the uh, stats for the... Uh, Canberra Transit Capitals as uh, Graffy is uh, moving over towards Michelle, so we might just uh, pause as... Uh Got Carrie Graff here. Carrie, glad to get that one. Two wins for the weekend is really what you were aiming for, I'd imagine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we, we didn't plan on, you know, when you're 20-plus up, you don't plan on it going to overtime, but, you know, we did that to Sydney a couple of weeks before, oh, the week before we went to Russia, you know. We were down 23 in the last quarter and sent it into double overtime. And good teams in this league do that. You lose momentum, they change something tactically. Um, you know, our, our rebounding in the, in the uh, 
in the second half was just an abomination. I think we rebounded great in the first half and it was a landslide on the glass the other way. That killed us. Absolutely, and then they uh, rebounded you for the game, which was surprising to me. But the other thing was their zone. You really struggled against their zone. Unless you had Bibby knocking it down from the perimeter, you didn't really seem to get Yeah, we did. And, uh, you know, I mean, they went to that to keep Randall in the game and to try and change the momentum. You know, our, we, weren't, we weren't quick enough with our ball movement. And then when we did get shots, they didn't go down. You know, we didn't go, our bigs didn't seal inside. We didn't go in, into that enough. Um, you know, we've got a bit of work to do on that. It's, you know, like I said, we, that's exactly what we did to Sydney to get back in the game. So you've got you to find ways to keep the momentum. And if that end's not working, you've got to get stops here. And we didn't, we didn't get that done. You know, you can't have both ends lagging on you. So, you know, we've got a bit of work to do. But as you say, we came out of the weekend with two wins. We're, we're five and two and, and going on a tough road trip. So we're in the situation we wanted to be in. was a perfect process. No, it's early season, so we've still got a lot to work on. Thanks, Carrie. Thank yes, thanks very much to Michelle Hocking. As, uh, well, looking at the stats, it was uh, the Capitals shooting at 47 for the night, 42 for Bulleen, 50% from outside. Abby, the uh, tough night at the office tonight for you guys. You did it the hard way, up by a lot, but, uh, you know, hung on for the win. Yeah, I mean, we're up by a fair bit and Bulleen are a tough side, so they made a pretty good comeback at us and they had a few points up on us at, um, at a few stages and then it went into overtime. But, I mean, we, we came out better tonight and, yeah, that was good. And you yourself, you had a good game tonight. You feel like you're starting to really find your spot in the group and, you know, things are starting to happen for you personally? Yeah, definitely. I've found it slow to get into the season this like this season, but um, I think my game's been hiding somewhere, but I've eventually found it and feeling comfortable in the team and the girls look to go past to me so I can score and stuff, so it's really good. Yeah, you're making some great seals in the paint and you seem to be finishing off more consistently than you did last season. So you've been working on that? Yeah, definitely. Graffy's been helping me out a lot because I, I normally rush under there. So I get the ball and I take my time and, and I hope it goes in and it has been going in lately. So I just need to keep doing that and yeah, it'll be good. And so next weekend you've got a tough road trip. You, you know, this one's over. Two wins exactly where you want it to be, but focus on next week now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, next week's going to be a tough task. Perth, they... Um, They've beaten some good sides this season and Adelaide, like, number one, number two, you know. But um, hopefully we can get two wins and be in that definite top four. Terrific. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thanks very much to Michelle Hocking as uh, she works her way through a few more of the Capitals. Just repeating, free throws for tonight, 90% for Bulleen, 60% for the Caps. Uh, rebounds, 35-37 to 37 going the Caps' way. Assists, 18-15. to 15. Steals, 10-6, to six, all Caps' favour. Blocks, six blocks for the Capitals, one to Bulleen. Whilst turnovers, Bulleen 16, Capitals 11. Fouls at the end of the night was 20-17. The Caps with 20 fouls, another concern for them. Points from the paint, 36-44. So inside, Emma Randall just getting on top. Also Zoe Carr doing extremely well there. Whilst uh, second chance points, it was 4-3 to three in favour of Bulleen. The breakups, well, it was the Capitals winning the first two quarters. It was even 19 points apiece in the third term. Then it was Bulleen, a 23-9 to nine final uh, fourth quarter. Sent them into overtime. The Caps winning in overtime, 10 points to seven. Uh, Michelle Hocking, just uh, trying to uh, hear from her there. Looks like she's uh, trying to get a word in with, uh, with Caitlin Cunningham, but uh, uh, just can't quite see if she is uh, ready to have a chat with Caitlin. And, uh, well, Caitlin Cunningham there, not 
not quite, can't hear from Caitlin at the moment. Says, uh, well, looking at a few more of the stats, I haven't received the official stats yet, but it was, well, as uh, it was leading scorer on the floor, 22 points to... Desi, didn't get the win tonight, but you'd be pleased with the way that your group came back? Pleased with the way we came back, for sure. We, we need to put four quarters together, and, and we know we're a tough unit when we do that, but we've really got to play 40 minutes. I mean, a credit to Canberra, but our second quarter was very ordinary, and they put the pressure right on us, and it's tough to come back from 20 points down. It is, but the persistence and like the um, way that you guys work as a unit was really noticeable, and I gather you've got a pretty good feel to the group out yeah, we do. We're fairly young, but we're, we've got a really good uh, spread of girls. We've got a bit of experience, but, you know, quite a bit of youth. And we're quite athletic. And just to have four bigs at Boomerland is something that's unheard of. We haven't had that for many, many years. So it's nice to be able to pump the ball inside. It opens up opportunities for you. You've been having a good season this season. You happy with the way you're playing? Um, I think it's a really good group to fit into. I think that um, we've got a group that no one cares who shoots 20 as long as, as long as we get the points on the board and... You know, we try to work on our boxing out as a team. You know, we try to get each other open, make the extra pass. And, you know, I, I'm, you know, I try to, I try to lead from the front, I guess. And I, I was quite disappointed with the way I played the game tonight. But, you know, that's basketball. You know, that there's ups and downs and you've got to know the downs to get the ups. And, and Canberra were, were better on the night. But I'm enjoying playing with this Boomers lineup. It's a fantastic group. Half time, you guys are actually getting beaten on the boards, but I think by the end of the game you probably won the boards. You did a great job in the second half, particularly. Is that something that uh, Cheryl talked to you about at half time, or is it just focus and you know it's the game plan? Um, she did talk, she did bring up boards, and it's something um, we try to focus on. We do get a little bit slack on the box outs occasionally, and we really have to focus on that. But I think. Um, she more talked about the fact the, pre the pressure that Canberra were putting on us, and we ha we had to stand up and fake that pressure and throw it right back in their faces. But up until half time, we weren't able to do that, and we, we sort of had to stand up and be counted there and say, you know, you might be pressuring us, but we're good enough to run our offences and score anyway, which is something we struggled to do a little bit in the first half. Thanks for your time. My pleasure. Thank you. Desiree Glover disappointed with the game tonight, but did score four, nine points and knocking down 100%, three from three from the free throw line. Four from ten from the field and missed her only attempt from outside the arc. So as uh, Michelle Hocking will rejoin us shortly here on the sideline, it has been an enjoyable game in overtime. The uh, Capitals taking the victory there and uh, Michelle, as you move back into the commentary position, it's interesting talking to the girls like you do after the game and getting their, uh, the raw emotion of, uh, of their efforts. Yeah, it was and you know, as I think you know, very true what most of the bullying girls said was, you know, it's good to come back from that but it's disappointing to get that far behind before and as Desi chopped touched on then the fact that it's just mental focus more than anything else. They know what they have to do and how to do it, but it's about how they apply themselves to doing the job. Well, you ha we have the stats, and I was interested. It was two points in the rebounding at the end, cap it getting was, up right. 37 to 35. But uh, shooting percentage for the night, 47.7% for the Caps, 42.6 for Bulleen from outside the arc, 50%, 11 from 22. 22's a heck of a lot of it's attempts. It's a lot of, a lot of and attempts. And 5 from 17. So a 29.4. You'd normally be happy with that, but 17's also jacking up a lot. It is. And it shows that the defence inside in the uh, defence in the Australian Defence Force WNBL is of such a standard now that sometimes your only way to 
score is outside that perimeter. 60% from the free throw line for the Capitals. 90.5 for the Bulleen Melbourne Boomers. Only in the end, one more attempt. It was 21 to 20, and the Caps playing for, what was that, seven minutes? on five fouls in regular time and then a full five minutes in overtime playing on five team fouls. They did a really good job actually in that period of time of just locking down defensively and not putting their hands in. So full credit to them for that. And refereeing tonight will make the call. I thought it was fairly consistent. It wasn't terrible. But it certainly wasn't. Uh, it wasn't uh, Sharon Arnold. They they certainly weren't, you know, a factor in the in the end result. And uh, I think that's the important thing. When the referees become a factor in the end result, that's when it's a worry. But you're right. It wasn't Sharon Arnold either. <laughs> Our next game for broadcast on sportradio.com.au as we return to the AIS Basketball Network when they take on the Townsville Fire next weekend. The Capitals, well, they're in Perth and Adelaide next week before heading back to Southern Cross Stadium to take on the AIS in two weeks' time. That's the next time we'll join you on the Canberra Transact Capitals radio network. But tonight it was the Capitals getting over the top of the bullying Melbourne Boomers in overtime, 85 to 82. On behalf of Michelle Hocking, I'm Craig Ravel wishing you a very good evening. Capitals taking a three-point win. This is sportradio.com.au basketball.